Dominic Lawton can be wild. Welcome to the Bad Movie Cult. Absolutely fantastic film. I think this was one of the, when we first thought of doing this podcast, this is another one that was instantly added to the list of what we could do for an episode. Yeah, and if you've seen it, you'll know why. If you haven't seen it, watch it immediately. This is uh, directed by Y.K. Kim, who also stars in it as Mark, and by Park Woo Sang, also known as Richard Park. Mm. Uh, Richard Park actually um, met Y.K. Kim on a Korean late night talk show. And asked him if he wanted to be in a movie. He yeah. wanted to make a movie uh, that's together. How, that's how a lot of people meet each other these days. And it was all entirely funded by Kim himself. He'd borrow money from friends. He would loan money out. He put a, another mortgage on his taekwondo school. <laughs> it was well worth it. Yeah. <laughs> did he make any back? Um, or did he lose all of his businesses? <laughs> uh, he had never made a film before. and uh, oh, No way. A- according to everyone on set, had no idea what he was doing. <laughs> Really, that doesn't uh, that doesn't transfer across. Yeah, he sent he sent the film to loads of um, like major film distributors and and indie distributors and stuff, and they all rejected the film. <laughs> I've got a quote from YK Kim here. Do you want to hear it? Yes, I suppose I have to. He says, "Listen to me." <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, <laughs> "A little casual racism there." <laughs> That's how he sounds. Yeah, it is, yeah. So maybe it's an observation. Thank you. Rather than racist. The legal team. It was yeah. an observation. <laughs> Listen to me. Uh, he says, every distribution company rejected it after screening it and sent to me, don't waste your time, just throw it away in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> they all said exactly that. <laughs> that was one, <laughs> of the, of one of the replies. Uh, he re-edited the film. He refilmed portions of the film. <laughs> so uh, hang on, so it was worse than this? Yes. Well, maybe it was better, who knows? Yeah. Uh, and then a small distribution company purchased the film for $100,000. Wow. Thank goodness for that. Uh, it opened in eight theatres in Orlando. <laughs> closed all of them again. <laughs> and closed after three weeks. A oh, critical boom. and commercial flop. <laughs> the Orlando Sentinel called it the worst film of 1988. Shame on them. Here's some other films from 1988, Ken. Mm-hmm. Would you say um, Miami Connection is better or worse than Hobgoblins? <laughs> I think it's better, although Hobgoblins is a beauty. Better or worse than Hack Lantern? Oh, God, what a year. Yeah. yeah, that's terrible as well. These are brilliant. Better or worse than Robo Vampire? Oh, my goodness. Better or worse than Space Mutiny with Red Brown? <laughs> This is like just films we've watched recently. Yeah, I think all of these will be on the podcast at one point. There's also out this year was Arthur 2 on the Rocks, Rambo 3, Poltergeist 3. <laughs> I thought that was the subheading of Arthur 2 on the Rocks, <laughs> Rambo, <laughs> Rambo 3. Moonwalker, that was out this year. Mac and Me. Oh, this is just an absolute like scoundrel's uh, roll call. <laughs> Uh, terrible! What a terrible year. Yeah. It, this film sort of disappeared off the face of the earth until 2009. A programmer at the Alamo Draft House called 
Zach Carlson. He found it on eBay, a 35mm print, and bought it for $50. He screened it at the Alamo Draft House and it quickly got a, a cult following of people did the, turning Did up. people start turning up dressed as characters? I hope so. That would be brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so um, the, the, the Alamo Draft House gave it to their distribution company after it became so popular, and uh, they did contact Kim in 2010 for permission to re-release it. And then it's, <laughs> What did he say? Well, I don't know. Well, I'm doing all right. <laughs> he, he actually put the phone down a lot. He said he thought it was like people just being cruel and just like You're taking the piss guy, out. Poor guy, man. Yeah. Honestly, you watch this, and it's an absolute... Love love letter to films. This guy made a film he's always wanted to do. No idea how to do it. I mean, he's just put everything in that he likes. Yeah, <laughs> he seems a very positive, yeah. very positive guy. I think it's, it's a brilliant film. Uh, it was uh, screened at the um, the New York Asian Film Festival. Got positive reviews there. And it had runs in Miami, Atlanta, Seattle, and Orlando. So what was that then, just 20 years late? Uh, some more quotes. Love it or hate it. It's doubtful you'll ever forget it. Damn right. And so bad it's essential. The last quote I'll say is someone called it the Citizen Kane of 80s ninja musicals. Yep. So without further ado... It'd be hard pushed to think of many more. Let's crack on to the Miami Connection. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We have a special treat for you today. We have a new house band with a new dimension in rock and roll. We have the one, the only, Dragon Sound! This band is the only family I have. They're all black belts in Taekwondo and they're pretty bad. I don't want you to mess it up by going out with a second-rate musician like that John character. They came in here to play goddamn songs for kids! We start off with a subtitle, Somewhere in Miami. Yeah, there's, there's a drug deal going down. Where there's just lots of people just hanging around, like kind of a wasteland thing. Yeah, <laughs> so there's we a, really don't know what it is. You know these ninjas. Does that totally ruin the the whole thing about being a ninja if you turn up on a motorbike? Yeah, well, ninjas are the stealth assassin of the world, and uh, yeah, especially if they're like big Harley chugger bikes, where it's just like yeah. so loud you can hear them probably about a mile away. So I don't know where they stop and park their bikes for them not to have been heard <laughs> by the guys that are doing this deal. Probably about four miles away, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, they just walked. And uh, we see we see a ninja, and he's dressed in white. He seems important. Yeah, it's not really much point to that because it is night. Uh, <laughs> and again, the stealth aspect, that's supposed to be like snow ninja, isn't it, that one? I thought it's it was a... ghost ninja. <laughs> it could be, yeah. <laughs> yeah, ghost ninja is the, um, is the film pitch for later, so... <laughs> Listen to me. Yeah, we see we see all like the, the other ninjas. They're they're in black. Yeah, they're running at high speed through, through uh, the th- trees, through some sort of jungle. Again, I say I don't know where this is in Miami. Nor do they, obviously. Yeah, that's why they put somewhere. <laughs> uh, the cocaine deal. I like this because no one says a damn thing through yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. Um. What, what? Apparently, they bring some boxes in, and the cocaine is hidden underneath, like about two bags of noodles. Which uh, no one would ever think of looking <laughs> under those two. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really badly hidden. We get the first bit of action here. We get a throwing star to the neck. <laughs> Just randomly. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, the deal looks like it's going all right. To yeah. be honest, uh, they're, obviously they're all shady characters, but uh, no one's talking. Yeah, they've they brought the they've brought the drugs. Uh, brought some noodles as well, which is a treat. Uh, everyone seems okay, and then the ninjas turn up, and it all goes horribly wrong. Yeah, so yeah, after the the start of the neck, I like that there's a henchman that jumps on the table where all the cocaine is and just randomly starts firing his machine gun into the 
Yeah, it's, it's an instant reaction. Everyone just starts firing wildly into the Different darkness. Yeah, they, no one can see anything, but they're just shooting. I like the white f- uh, fedora guy. I think he's like the main um, guy of the other gang. He he uh, picks up the drugs and just jumps off the the building. <laughs> we don't even see how high it is, do we? He just jumps. He's just like, oh, I wonder if he's okay. Yeah, and then you see him later running through the the trees, and someone um, stabs him in the head with a, a samurai sword. Yeah, you got the uh, the old swords. The sword fights are good, useless, obviously, but still fun. Yeah, I like the way it's not like a samurai sword, like like point first through the head, which would have been probably a cooler look. But he literally just slashes him on the forehead. Yeah. It does the trick. You get an awful uh, severed arm as well. I love that. Yeah. I love that bit. Yeah, you get an arm just cut off and he, he's looking at his, his stump whilst it's spraying blood. I like there's that guy as well. He looks like he's in full dinner suit and he's fighting them with two broken planks. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this will work. Yeah, there's lots of forwards rolls as well going on. Lots of people doing forwards rolls, just like yeah. gamboling around, somersaulting everywhere. Yeah. Unnecessary, but there fun. Is, there is a massive amount of fighting with lead pipes in this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm guessing when it says somewhere in Miami, it could be a, a pipe yard yeah. in Miami. I'm guessing so because every single fight scene, I think, has a lead pipe in it. I think got. it's. I think it's because the ninjas all have swords, but there's no need for people who aren't ninjas to be hanging around with swords. So yeah. they pick up something that could be used against a sword. Yeah. And wielded similarly. If you see an army of ninjas against guys just in blazers. <laughs> <laughs> with pipes with pipes yeah yeah i'm back in the ninjas every they've got one ninja who just fires arrows at them all yeah i mean to be honest it'd be weird to see a, a gang of ninja anyway wouldn't it yeah you would have thought I mean, so, especially on motorbikes a bit, yeah, a bit odd they're just in full ninja attire on their motorbikes yeah i mean from a health and safety point of view i mean it looks cool but uh, if one of them comes off i don't think stealth is going to save them plus would the police not see them like 40 it's, ninjas it's nighttime Oh, yeah, of course. They're just <laughs> yeah. like bikes on the road, yeah, they're just they? like bikes riding themselves. I like how the ninja... <laughs> Ghost ninja. <laughs> Coming up later. Listen to me! And then, of course, we, we go straight to their dojo. So yeah. not only did they leave very quickly, um, but they're also back very quickly. So Yeah, it's for the post-fight team brief. Yeah. Yeah, so the white white ninja comes in. I'm not going to call him Ghost Ninja because I don't want to ruin the pitch. So yeah, yeah. So uh, white white clad ninja comes back in, takes all his stuff off. Not not all of his stuff. <laughs> just <laughs> just his face and head. Sorry, yes. So, uh, covering's not actually his face and head. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. It's not Scooby Doo. <laughs> it was Old Man Rivers and runs the haunted amusement. Him park. all along. <laughs> yeah, is that that's. Uh, Yamahito is it Yamashito the name the name of that that character yes I believe it is yes and he's also I'm pretty sure that's not the same actor for the rest of the film is it I've got absolutely no idea <laughs> it doesn't look like the same guy maybe I, it is I'm I, I think sure. it is he's only it's only credited as one person Yashito Yashito yes by CY Joe yeah <laughs> and uh, uh, what I like is you think oh they've, they've done well there but no they've actually left all of the money <laughs> Yeah, can't even do that, right? Killed everybody, had all the time in the world to take what they needed, but just took half some cocaine and left all the cash. (laughs) So he scolds them, and right away we think these ninjas are fucking useless. (laughs) And then it cuts to the credits. Yeah, and we haven't got time for that now, because now we get an opening scene, uh, uh, the credit scene of uh, our first song. Yes. Which basically just explains everything we've seen so far up to this point in song form. Yeah, and there's there's shots of bikers, there's shots of Dragon Sound, the band will meet in a, in a second. 
ninja's training, complete with some sort of fire display at one point. He sets fire to the... Yeah, what I, I like about the ninja training is... Um, Obviously, if you watch the the proper Hong Kong, uh, do the Shaolin stuff and everything, perfectly choreographed down to the split second. This, now whilst they're all doing the same move, it is not quite at the same time. So it's (laughs) it's like just, yeah, I mean, it must be difficult to do. But uh, I suppose if you're a Shaolin monk, it's not that difficult. You do years and years of training. But if you're just a group of friends pretending to be ninjas for a film, yeah. It is a bit more difficult, and it's just like you know, it's just like split seconds of mistimed stuff that just adds to the training, which is fun. Uh, another caption of Orlando, Florida, and we see—I guess it's a gang. Um, I've written down my observations of this gang all sitting around the car. Mm-hmm. We appear to have Fat John Lennon, mm-hmm. um, some sort of Guns and Roses tribute act. Yeah, guy I've got him written down in a leather Axel. cap. Yeah, I've got Axl Rose written down. Yeah. <laughs> Um, every wrestler from the 80s <laughs> with a bandana and, a <laughs> and sunglasses. And then the main guy looks, to me, he looks like a cross between Chuck Norris and Screech from Saved by the Bell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Jeff, isn't it? That's Jeff, yeah. yeah. He's got a little feather earring. Yeah. It's, it's actually, he's a very hairy man, is Jeff. Yeah, he is. Isn't yeah, he? he is. Yeah. Uh, they meet the ninja bikers for, for a drug deal at the Hollis Club in Orlando. And of course, Ken, the hottest club... Needs to have the hottest new act in town. Who's providing the music at this club? It is, of course, Dragon Sound. got some lyrics here ken yeah yeah please friends through eternity loyalty honesty will stay together through thick and thin friends forever will be together we're on top because we play to win you've got a friend in me when times get tough you'll see oh beautiful what a beautiful positive upbeat it's just brilliant that makes me feel really pleased about everything i'm not sure if that would fly really in nightclubs that song though it seems to. They're well, loving it. People are going in. The crowd are going crazy for it. So Dragon Sound, we've got a lead a lead guitarist and singer who looks like Rick Rude from the WWF from the 80s. I believe he's called Tom. Tom, Played yes. by Angelo Giannotti, who you've probably never heard of, and rightly so. We've got uh, someone's mom clapping along on stage. <laughs> That's Jane. Yes. Uh, we've got an enormous, awkward bass player. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's... uh, Is that John? That's John, yeah. That's John. We've got the synthesizer guy just rocking from side to side, almost like he's a... That's Jim. Like he's a handheld puppet. That's Jim, all right. Um, The drummer, the stony-faced drummer, (laughs) who looks like he's never enjoyed anything ever. And, of course, the other guitarist is Mark, who looks like he's never played guitar or seen anyone play guitar in his life. Or even even seen a guitar yeah. in his life. I'm surprised he's holding it the right way round. He's, he's well, for, for one thing, him and I think the bass player, it could be the other guy, don't have their guitars even plugged into anything. <laughs> and uh, he's not even playing. He's literally just, like, bopping around the stage like an, like, 
I don't know, even not like your dad at a wedding, just bouncing around <laughs> aimlessly. Or just specifically my dad at a wedding. Your dad, yes. Bloody hell. Um, yeah, he doesn't even like he's ever even air guitared before in his life. <laughs> he's literally never tried any of this before. He's not even it? going on to the beat. I don't know what he's bobbing along to. I mean, fair enough, though. He's, he's a black belt in taekwondo. He's been busy, hasn't he? Yeah. He ain't, got, he ain't got time to pretend to play a guitar when he's training. Yeah. And uh, we get, uh, what's his name, Jeff? Jeff. I was going to call him Screech Norris. <laughs> My name is Jeff. <laughs> he's, he's walking through the, um, through the club and he stops and, and sees the band playing. And uh, the main uh, biker from the, the ninjas, what's his name, Yama? Yashito. Yashito. Points points uh, out that Jane is Jeff's sister. Yeah. Isn't that your sister? I don't know what she's doing here. And he says, you better watch her. And then they both leave. Yeah. That's not watching her. No, that's the, uh, that's the first part of the... Of the plot, really. Yeah. I mean, we've got the drug deal, obviously, but it doesn't really matter. That yeah. bit. <laughs> it's nothing to do with it, really. Um, this this seems to be the plot. And this also makes no sense. Yeah. There's there's a couple of like interweaving storylines in this film. Yeah, but I mean, basically nothing happens that provokes anything. No. In this film. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, so, it's like they're just playing music in a, in a bar. That's their entire purpose yeah and for some reason they are targeted by drug dealing ninjas gangs and ninjas <laughs> so all they're doing is singing about being friends yeah <laughs> that's it yeah later on in the film actually you know the the ninjas are like we must put an end to this band it's yeah like, why yeah so just leave them alone <laughs> yeah just five idiots and there's there's just <laughs> something so funny about seeing these bad guys and these bikers sitting in the club watching them play this friend song there's something so funny about watching it <laughs> Uh, Jeff sees his sister kiss the the bassist John in slow mo, I believe. And not only that, but we get to watch the whole song. Yeah, it's, it's about a, it three is, minutes. It is the full full length song as well, which is brilliant. It's pretty much just those lyrics repeated again and again, isn't it? As well. Yeah, the 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 film runs at about an hour and a half, and there's two full songs in there as well. That's uh, Dragon Sound. And apparently, Dragon Sound is supposed to be college kids because they're all at the University of Orlando. Yes, yes, they're on campus. Sorry, the University of Central Florida. And we find out, I don't know why the hell this scene's in here. I'm probably going to say this a lot. We find out that they've come fourth in the programming contest, the national programming contest. Yeah, so let's hear it for the team. That's what they say. And a little ripple of applause. Yeah, we see a shot of the lecturer, and he congratulates five students individually, and we watch every single one of them. He goes up to Jane and says, Hey, Jane, great circle. Because she's programming a circle onto her, uh, yeah. her screen. It was, it was the 80s. They were huge computers back then. There's also an incredible amount of uh, sound sound effects of tapping keys. Yes, sir. Yeah, 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 which, yeah. which is uh, very unrealistic, considering nobody seems to be using a computer at all. They just sat listening. And uh, luckily, this uh, the, the bass player comes in to offer us a bit of... Um, yeah, comedy I, relief. Oh, you say luckily, but uh, I didn't even realise it was him. Oh, really? No, I just wrote some idiot in a small jacket. Yeah, I think every jacket's small yeah, on this guy. I didn't realise it was uh, it was our, our good friend John. It's our good friend John, and <laughs> played by Vincent Hirsch. He uh, he he waves at us, and then he gives us the eye, and pulls a funny face because the the camera. He's looking down the camera. And when it comes to her, she is not. So it seems like he's doing it to us and she's just reacting. She's just watching him do it. Yeah. Yeah, she, she laughs like it's the funniest thing she's ever seen. Yeah. And it's not because they probably look about, they're all about 25 years old. They're not at they're least, all doing yeah. it at college. But um, yeah, it's actually quite annoying what he's doing. And it's yeah. in full view of everyone because she sat at the back. So yeah. it's, not, it's <laughs> not even like she's the only one that can see him. He's 
eight foot tall. Yeah, plus he's enormous. He's, he's huge, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very awkward looking. Yeah, he gives us a little wink and he beckons us over. Did you get up off your seat at that I point? I certainly did. Yeah. It'd be rude not to. He's gone to all the effort of wearing that small jacket. And I didn't actually know because she looked so different and that was the same girl from In Dragon Sound. I wondered from the first bit what the hell's the point of her being on stage because she does nothing whatsoever yeah. except dance. And kiss the bassist. Yeah. Well, they leave. Yeah. I don't know if it's at the end of the lesson. I assume it is because, I say, she would have to have walked through the entire class to have just left without being allowed to. And uh, they have a conversation, which again is it's ridiculous because everyone behind them is also in shot. Yeah. Just people were walking everywhere. Yeah, she says, my brother paid for me to come to this nice school and stay in this nice dorm. I don't really like him. Yeah, I just don't really like my brother. Yeah. Apparently there's there's backstory if you can actually hear anything over all yeah. the, the noise. I say, because it's outside and everyone else is in the shot, you can just sort of hear background noise of people walking and mumbling to each other. Yeah, because I, I think... Uh, I don't know, you, you do kind of see some sort... In some scenes, you do see where they've... Um, gone in and re-recorded the lines but i don't know why they didn't do it here because it just sounds just an absolute maybe it's just boring who cares about her family i don't i haven't even written anything down about the family all i've written is she's got a brother and she doesn't like him it's a great scene here where a convoy of cars turn up at the uni (laughs) Yeah. yeah he's gonna he's meeting me actually after school you can meet him uh but he's involved with some shady guys and he's extremely jealous yeah. But it's just jealous of what? It's, yeah. it's his sister. Yeah, it's Jeff and his gang. Jeff drives up. He's got a red top-down Mercedes, yeah, most that... oftenly described as a hairdresser's car, I think. <laughs> when he says, like, yeah, he's he's meeting me after school. You don't expect like about 30 people to come with him just <laughs> yeah. to meet his sister after school. Very odd. Jeff's wearing full camo, leather fingerless gloves, uh, a white feather earring, and what looks like white Adidas boxing boots. You know, like Van Halen would wear Mm. back in the day. Well, it's the same sort of time, isn't it? The 80s. Yeah. Yeah. And also the feather is slightly bigger than the last scene. So I'm wondering if that continues by the end. (laughs) He's wearing a full chicken in his ear. The feather's 12 (laughs) inches long. He's got a turkey hanging from his head. (laughs) That would have been brilliant. Just slightly bigger every time he's in the scene. And then it's brushing away his footprints as he's walking. (laughs) It's like a Native American by the end. (laughs) Full headdress. I like it. Jane says, Jeff, this is my friend John. John says, hey, Jeff, heard a lot of good things about you. And Jeff just says, where did you find this son of a bitch? (laughs) Classic Jeff. Uh, Incidentally, uh, they have parked in a disabled spot as well. Oh, I didn't notice that. I did. I was furious. (laughs) I started started writing a letter. Yeah, but I didn't. I thought it was uh, 1987. Yeah, it was a different time. Yeah. You could do that back then. I don't know if No you one could. was disabled back then, were they? Then why have the space? <laughs> um, Jane says, he's a friend of mine from school. And Jeff says, a friend? <laughs> he <laughs> shouts really shouts, it. a friend. He can't believe the phrase. Jeff, this is my friend John. Well, Jeff, I heard a lot of good things about you. Where'd you find this son of a bitch? He's a friend of mine from school. A friend? And then punches John in the face. Yeah. She says, how can you act like that? And she, he says, shut up and punches John right in the face. 
<laughs> it's one of my. I was going to say it's one of my favourites, but the whole film is just yeah. brilliant. Isn't that it? scene is. I, in, yeah. Is when Dom said he's going to say, "I don't know why this is in it." I'm going to say this is one of my favourite bits yeah. a lot throughout this. You know what? I actually didn't realise there's so many amazing scenes one after the other. Like yeah. from here until probably about the last half hour, the scenes are so fucking yeah. funny and also pointless. All yeah. of them. Yeah. All of them have just got no, no, no bearing on the film, which again hasn't got a plot. Uh, luckily, Mark and the rest of Dragon Sound turn up. <laughs> yeah. I've actually written, "Holy shit, it's Dragon Sound!" And we get our first line read from our hero. Yeah, I'm not really sure what he's saying. Yeah, he's got a very thick, very thick Korean accent, so you it's, it's very difficult to hear anything he I says. I think he said something of, I'm not scared of you at all. Yeah. To Jeff. And they yeah. pick John up, and as I say, there's like 30 gang members, and Dragon Sound is five guys. And there's this just random cut of them driving away, and John saying, I would have kicked his ass if Jane wasn't there. Which probably is not true. No. With the numbers game, of course, playing into. Plus, Jeff didn't give a shit his sister was there. Punched John straight in the face first time we met him. Yeah. Yeah. A friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> startled him, obviously. <laughs> he couldn't believe it. He's easily startled, is Jeff, and he reacts violently. Jeff might be my favourite character in this. He's so ridiculously angry. Really? I'm not sure. I, I'm, I'm trying to think who mine is. Although also Jim is I, also I think, brilliant. I, I think Jim's probably mine. Yeah, Jim's brilliant. Jim, Jim is the ultimate pointless character yeah. who just gets more to do than is entirely necessary i tell you what <laughs> for what everyone else has to do in this film jim is sort of the emotional anchor of the film <laughs> <laughs> and fails miserably anyway um we gone to oh, our this is funny. i was just <laughs> thinking about that bit now <laughs> what the fuck jim yeah <laughs> um <laughs> The uh, we get our next <laughs> our next scene is another one of these sort of pointless side storylines. We get two guys in suits, followed by a massive guy with a massive afro in camo and sunglasses, and then there's this other guy who's wearing a Coca Cola jumper, which I think's from the initial <laughs> first scene. They've just given him this one as well. Sunglasses and what looks to be either a pair of tights tied around his head or a condom. <laughs> <laughs> It's like he stretched a condom out and tied it around his head. Well, maybe he did. They've come to talk to the owner of the uh, the club, the guy who was the MC. It turns out the MC is also the owner. And they're another band. I was like, what the hell do <laughs> yeah. these guys sound like? Because <laughs> well, the, the, the apparently, apparently uh, their their sound is too old, too old hat for the for the uh, clientele of this uh, pub now. What do they is... play? Doo wop. <laughs> Yeah, they play all the, the Charleston <laughs> <laughs> old Classical show tunes. Music. He's got his cello in the back, ready, <laughs> ready to go. What are you in here for, man? Waste hey, look, my time? Bitch. I thought I fired you. Once. You yeah, you fired me once because of the goddamn dragon sound. That's bullshit. They came in here to play goddamn songs for kids. Now who you bullshit? They play a lot better than you, man. You they play now the goddamn kitty music. Your music's for old Hello, people, buddy. Hey, man, you don't know what music's all about. I tell you what, are you deaf? You sure don't know how to play, I tell you that. That's my ass. Got it? Ooh. Tell me, That's it, man. Buddy. The lead singer is just angry. The whole, he doesn't yeah, deliver a line. He, I think he says "son of a bitch" every like second. He's like Tourette's or something. He yeah. can't stop saying "son of a bitch." He can't read a single line. Uh, everything is just like I don't even. I don't even know how to describe it. Really, he just sort of stumbles all over his lines when he's shouting. It, it kind of does sound like how you how a real person is when they shout, but. In films, you've got to sort of enunciate still, haven't you? And this guy doesn't. You can't understand well, a damn know, thing. Imagine him singing. 
<laughs> Forget his lines. He's got no idea what he's doing. Yeah, I mean their their version of green sleeves I've heard is absolutely <laughs> superb. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, they're not happy because they've been kicked out, and Dragon sounds in. Yeah. So naturally, they're the um, hottest band in Orlando. <laughs> naturally, they have an enormous um, martial arts fight with the owner. Yeah. Who can also do martial arts? The owner beats them all up. <laughs> Which is unexplained as to how he can. He just can. You know what? And I, I was actually going to make this point later on, but I'll make it now in that every single character in this who's a good guy knows martial arts. Yeah. And when that happens, it kind of dilutes from the fact that your main good guy is such a good martial artist because it just seems like, well, in this world, everyone knows martial arts. So Maybe that's the point. Maybe martial arts is for good guys. That was what he was trying to get across. The harmony, the, the the unity of the martial arts world. I thought he was trying to get across friends for eternity. <laughs> well, that's what he's on about, though. You see, yeah, that's what he's saying in that song. That's why later, later on, they discuss <laughs> the most ridiculous tour plan <laughs> <laughs> since one of ours. <laughs> I love the logistics of that tour plan. Yeah, exactly. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. See, so I think he brings that in later. So maybe maybe this was like a precursor to that, where he just sort of suggests that that's. Yeah, I don't know. There's no way this was planned, but the the main bad guy, as he's leaving, falls over, and there's no way that that was planned. He's shouting at the owner as he turns. He just slips. <laughs> like Bill Murray and Scrooge. Oh, <laughs> he's leaving hell, the restaurant. That is the best ever fall in a, in a, an unplanned fall in a film I've ever seen. God, that is so funny. It's, uh, if anyone's seen Scrooge, it's when he throws water over the waiter and he says, I thought you were Richard Pryor. And as he's walking out, there's just a long shot. He stumbles up the stairs and falls into the doorway. And then they just left it in and he, he, he didn't break character. He got up, dusted himself off and, and just, walked just through the door. just carried on, yeah. Um, so, yes, uh, in terms of band meeting, let's see if we can get our job back. I think that went quite well. <laughs> with- We've all been beaten up by one guy. <laughs> And uh, Jeff, we see Jeff next. He's uh, he's in the middle of the woods. He's gone to see the ninjas who are all training again. Yeah, he, he's now in a suit for reasons unknown. Yeah. He never tells us why he's dressed in a suit. Still got the feather earring, though. Yeah, he's still exactly the same, but he's now in a suit. And uh, yet again, the room is full of ninja, all just sit, sort of waiting for something. And I, you know what? I don't know why, but for some reason I assume this was abroad. But it isn't. It's in Miami. Yeah, it's, but, yeah. Where the hell is this? <laughs> There's a ninja hideout in Miami. Somewhere in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's his name? I'm going to keep asking you. Yoshito. Yoshito says, do not forget what you have to do. Jeff says, don't worry, I won't disappoint you. And then he says, anyway, how's your sister? He's obsessed with mm. Jane, this guy. And he says, she's still in Dragon Sound. And he says, you better take care of her and concentrate on our business. Yeah, that damn band. Anyway, we need to get rid of that band so we can control that area. Why? Is that... <laughs> exactly. What's the, what's the band got to do with any of this? <laughs> They're just playing in the fucking club. <laughs> yeah, they play like two nights a week in a in a nightclub, which has nothing to do with us. Yeah. We must destroy them. <laughs> <laughs> Literally nothing. They're just on the it's stage. Really, maybe maybe if one of them had just put their hand up and just said, "Why?" Yeah. Maybe, maybe it'd have been a different film. And then, like that. Oh yeah, actually, yeah. Why? Why are we doing this? Yeah, and um, hands up who thinks this is pointless and we should concentrate on drugs. The, the band <laughs> already know that there's cocaine that gets dealt there, and they're fine with it. They, they don't. It's not their. It's not their business. So why the hell are they? They're even just there bothering? to sing. They're just there to sing songs about being friends through eternity. Yeah. 
And the next shot is dragon sound. And I, I originally, my note was, why the hell is this scene in it? It's because this owner of this restaurant appears later. Yeah, I thought that. Yeah. I thought they were just eating noodles, being stared at by the proprietor. Who's just the- nodding, very <laughs> he's happy. <just> like, <laughs> yeah. like he's poisoned them or something. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, why is this scene in? But, you know, YK Kim knows what he's doing. It's uh, They're going to call back to him later. <laughs> he clearly doesn't. <laughs> This is our, the second song now of the of the film, which oh, is called yes. Against the Ninja. <laughs> and this is Jane. So the mom who was clapping before, she's now taking center stage. You know when your mom gets really drunk and then goes on karaoke? Is this my mom? Are you, are you just focusing on my parents here? Or are you just <laughs> talking broadly to, to the public? Ken, when I watched this film, I immediately thought <laughs> of your parents. <laughs> um, That's nice. Well, let's hope they're listening. You wouldn't get away with a song like this in, in this day and age, would you? Discrimination against ninjas. <laughs> no, no, there's bound to be some complaint. Um, how would you describe this song, Ken? <laughs> <laughs> um, amazing. Amazing. One of my favourite songs about fighting ninja. Yeah. Of all time. I like there's a, a bit of a breakdown where the, the crowd get involved. Yeah. Start uh, doing yeah. that. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Um, which I suggest is is that they've all joined forces against the ninja now that now that the public are involved. Do you want to hear some lyrics? Yes, please. The chorus is against the ninja. We will fight the battle to win. Against the ninja, we will fight the battle. We will fight to battle the sin. Wow, that's almost the exact same line twice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And uh, the uh, the chant is Taekwon 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 Taekwon. Oh, right, okay, yeah. There's fire in their eyes, no mercy in their hearts. They tell their dirty lies to finish what they start. Evil is their drive. Hell possesses his souls. His souls mm-hmm. won't get them alive. The feelings twisted cold. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, that's awful. We will stop the senseless killing. We will end this evil war. We will stop the senseless killing. We will even up the door. <laughs> Frame. No, we will even up the score. Oh, oh it doesn't make any sense. We strive for worldly peace to stop the vicious night. As the energy would cease, Taekwondo is our way of life. <laughs> What's an incredibly awful song? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What, a, what a bag of shit that those <laughs> lyrics are. <laughs> Fair play for fitting Taekwondo into, into oh, the lyrics of a song. I much preferred it when I was just rocking along to it. I think took my top off and listened to it at home. Taekwondo. <laughs> yeah, Taekwondo. I was joining in and everything. And now, now I can actually hear what they're saying. It's rubbish. <laughs> I'm not doing that again. You've ruined that. You've ruined that for me. Uh, well, you still, at least you've got a guitar solo. Oh, yeah. Well, at least it's a great guitar solo, though, from uh, Tom, I believe. Is this, the, is this where Mark starts doing little like kung fu kicks around the stage? Uh, I, I don't know. I know he does it later. Yeah. I'm not sure if he does it in this one as well. Probably. Let's just say probably. Um, we, we see the old band and they're waiting for him when they leave. 
Yeah, uh, they're, they're, I mean, obviously after after that one song, their job's finished again for the night. <laughs> they just do one a night. And again, that was the full song you hear. Oh yeah, and and quite right too. In that fact, was only you know, Dom just read the full song for you anyway. So I did not. But it goes on for longer. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, what I like here is that the lead guy looks like Dexy's Midnight Runners here. He's yeah, got the- yeah, yeah. I didn't know it was the same bloke until he actually told us it was the same bloke. <laughs> yeah, it's just like shouting, even though they're supposed to be Son of a bitch. laying low. <laughs> Do bands have gangs? Because they seem to have a lot of... Well, maybe they're roadies. <laughs> <laughs> they've got 50 roadies. <laughs> oh, it's cause it must be the brass section. <laughs> <laughs> There's a full orchestra there. <laughs> And they're all sort of like hitting like their yeah, hands yeah. with metal pipes. Yeah, they've all got they've all got sticks, just and, just and shouting pi- and pipes and and as such. Yeah, just <laughs> it's shouting, just, just items they've picked up. So one guy smile like they're all extras, and one guy sort of smiling like he's having a great time and stuff. Um, and it takes forever to get away from that shot. Yeah, he just keeps saying "get out of town." He says that about four times. Uh, obviously, they can't because they've blocked the road. And this is all about trying to get his job back. There is no fucking way they're going <laughs> to get their job back. He's just gone and had a fight with the owner. Does he <laughs> honestly think that it's all going to be swept under the carpet if Dragon Sound leave? And uh, yeah, then we get um, Mark's monologue. He says, listen to me. <laughs> and then something else. <laughs> yeah, I just put awful speaking. Yeah. I, I didn't hear a word he said. I think it was just basically saying, we just want to play music. And then I think it's Tom that delivers the line probably five minutes later than it would be to be funny. He says, "Yeah, he says this doesn't look like the welcome wagon, despite the fact they're surrounded with everyone with, <laughs> yeah. with weapons." And he's just like, "Yeah, no shit, there, Tom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just woken up or something. <laughs> You've been asleep until we've arrived." It's Tom. like five minutes after he should have said it. He just says it. It's like, "Yes, well done." Should have said it perhaps when they turned the corner and saw they barricaded the road. That would have been it. That would have been that the time. Been the yeah. time, Tom. Not six minutes after everyone stared at what's happening. Not, every, not after you've been told to leave town. <laughs> <laughs> Some, somebody's poured beer over his own head for some reason. Yeah, the guy comes over and pours, pours beer over Mark's head. And then um, John, who's in the passenger seat, leans in so he could get his head doused with beer as well. Yeah, and only after those two get some beer on their head does, uh, I think it might have been Tom again, said, hey, stop that. Yeah, and then because, they pull him out the because, car. Because he's fine with Mark just getting some beer on his head. Can he do Kung Fu, that guy? Can he do Taekwondo? Um, it doesn't look like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not all of them do, do they? Yeah. <laughs> um, and what I like is that they pour beer on um, Jack's head, who's the drummer, and absolutely no reaction whatsoever. To, he doesn't even look up at him. He just looks forward. And that is too much for Kim. And he, he jumps out of the car, starts, does a little kung fu kick, and uh, the the big fight starts. It's actually quite good. Yeah. There's I, a quite, lot. I quite like this. It was uh, very, very quick. Very, very well intercut, I thought. But yeah, there's, there's some good, like, obviously YK Kim is very good. Yeah, this is, this is what he is good at. Yeah. Certainly not good at talking in English. Some of the other ones, like Jim, has absolutely, he can do sort of a sidekick, and that's pretty much it for Jim. Get a couple of punches in. Yeah. yeah I don't think I don't think Tom knows Kung Fu. Maybe he can, but he didn't leave. Oh, he's just dancing, isn't he's he? Pretty much, yeah, he's pretty much <laughs> getting beaten up. He's got his guitar, he's doing a solo for us. Yeah, and Jack, not a clue. Can't even remember Jack. Didn't no. even remember Jack was in the film until you started talking about him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One of them characters, unfortunately, Jack. Yeah, and there's a lot of running, like, in this film, there's a lot of running behind corners, waiting for your your um, opponent to r- run past, and then you attack them from behind the corner. There's yeah. a lot of that in this. That's yeah, a classic, classic avoidance tactic. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, it's good as well because uh, even though they've got the, like, I don't know, it's like about four different streets just all to themselves fighting. Yeah. Yeah. No police, obviously. Yeah. I think there's only one incidence of the police arriving at anything in this film. I did see on IMDb that the real police actually um, did stop f- uh, filming because they thought there was a real fight going on <laughs> in the streets. Probably this scene, to be honest. It's got to have been. There's no other anything that looks realistic. <laughs> probably, probably jungle police <laughs> would have stopped the last scene. This next scene now is probably the best scene in the film. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, uh, the, the, the band win that fight. Yeah. If you're wondering. Yeah, <laughs> totally unscathed. Literally, no, there's not even a mark on any yeah, of them. They've just they, fought they just, 60 people. They just all kind of pat each other on the back and just go, <laughs> yeah. and that's the end of that. Yeah. Yeah, so as I say, the next scene is just hilarious. It's probably the best. It's probably my favorite scene in the film. It's uh, certainly emotional. It's Jim, and he's talking about his dad. Well, first of all, Jim claims he's having a shower first. Yes. That's just the rules. He's got his, got his shirt off, he's got his towel. He's ready for a shower. This is Jim's. This is pretty much Jim's wardrobe for the whole film. Yeah. Every time I seem to see Jim, he's shirtless with his jeans unbuttoned, going to the shower. That's what he's doing. Towel over his shoulder. That's Jim. Jim, in fact, is played by Morris Smith. Morris Smith. Yeah, I just thought I'd tell you. Oh, I thought you said it like he was from something we'd seen, or is he? Well, I don't know. Let me let me click on Morris Smith for you. Um, Miami Connection. <laughs> oh, he's in that, is he? <laughs> I think it's John that teases him about giving him his letter. Yeah, he's, he's about to have a shower. As I say, he, he's going to shower first. He's called first first dibs on the shower. Because um, they all live together, we should, we should point out, <laughs> yeah, in a house. Yeah. yeah, in one big homoerotic shirts off at all times oh. house, <laughs> it would appear. <laughs> yeah. well, I suppose it's hot, isn't it? You know, they live in a hot place. Oh, I thought you meant... <laughs> oh, no, 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 I said steamy here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, but John, John says, oh, wait, wait, here's a letter. Uh, for you from Washington, uh, which is weird because I think they've just finished playing uh, a set uh, at a nightclub and then had a fight in the middle of the night uh, in the middle of the street. And John's only just remembered that he's got a letter for Jim. So he's had it all day. Yeah. And he's just not given it to him. <laughs> what a bastard. Yeah. And, and it turns into sort of playground teasing. And, and Jim's not, not a fan of that. Well, no, I'm rightly not, rightly not because what, what's John doing? Mm. Even even Mark comes in and says, what are you doing? Or yeah. something, I don't know what he says, actually. Probably something like that. <laughs> but it's because John's like six foot seven. He's just holding it like at the, above Jim, who's jumping up and trying to grab it like a small child. It's not fair. Yeah. Fucking hate John. Hate John all the way through this film till the end. <laughs> Ever since he did that stupid face thing at the school. I hated him. <laughs> hey, Jim. I got a letter for you. A letter? It's from Washington, D.C. Hey, give it to me. What's the story? Give it to me. Huh? Give What's me the, the big secret? Give me the letter. Give me, give me the damn letter now! Give me the letter, Coach. Okay, okay. You can have give it. Give me the letter get now. It. Get it. Grab it. Give, oh. give me the letter! It's, it's a letter from Washington, and he opens it up. Um, because they're all there now, so they're all there waiting to hear what the letter is about, even though it's clearly private. <laughs> letter from George Washington. <laughs> <laughs> and he says it's about his father. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and Mark, Mark's line made me laugh out loud. And I'm laughing again, just thinking about it. Yeah. He says, which is quite an odd thing to say, I didn't know you had a father. Yeah. 
I thought we were all orphans. And that just made me laugh. It made me laugh even more. <laughs> of course they are. <laughs> They're all orphans, all black belt taekwondo. Yeah, it's amazing. Musicians. It's amazing. One's Korean, one's black, one's uh, Italian, and yeah. then there's the other two. One's, one's tall. One's really tall, and the other one's Jack. The other one's <laughs> had a stroke, I think. The other one's just a drummer. The other one has very low brain function. Yeah, it's just like, of course we're all orphans. That's why we find, like, we made the band. <laughs> we called it Dragon Sound, the our, coolest thing we could think of. Our love of Taekwondo and not having any parents. And, <laughs> and friendship. Brought, brought us together. And our hatred of ninjas. <laughs> this is when Jim gives the Oscar, the Oscar monologue. Oh, it's amazing. What I mean by is, I, I'm wondering if they thought this might get us an Academy Award, this <laughs> this monologue here. And I've got no idea what they were thinking. <laughs> it's Jim and he walks to the foreground and then he looks like he's about to sneeze for the next 10 minutes as he delivers this monologue about his dad and what happened to his mom. His, his mother was Korean. And then he surprises us all by saying his father was a black American. <laughs> Yeah, wow, I never saw that one. <laughs> of course, Jim is a black American with no hint of Korean at all. But <laughs> And as he's as he's doing this monologue, everyone everyone's standing around listening and um the big the big man, John, has just got his hands on his hips looking at him like, What the fuck is this guy talking about? That's like the look he has on his face. Almost as if this wasn't in the script. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And it goes on for so long, yeah. and you can't understand anything he says at some points because no, he's crying. No, I, I've just written it's a tearful story for no fucking reason. My mother was Korean, and my father was black American. She gave me this picture when she was real sick. I was only nine years old. They say that they loved each other and they were real loyal. But then when he finished military duty, he left. And we never saw him again. She told me to find him. But I didn't like him because he left us. But I knew one day when I grew up, I'd find him. Whether he was dead or alive. I sent a couple letters to the defense department. I thought he's. I thought it, the end of it was his dad's just died. That's what I assumed too. I and thought then, they were both dead. And then yeah. you see a picture, don't you? Yeah, which isn't the fucking bloke at the end. Either. I was going to say that at the end. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a picture of his dad, and the guy that's in the the hospital at the end is not the same person. It's not, it's not the same guy. I wonder if he was just like the janitor at the hospital or something. <laughs> Sent him a selfie. <laughs> yeah, maybe young young taekwondo band members wants to meet singles like you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and as he's doing the monologue as well, it should be pointed out that Mark is very, very slowly creeping towards him. <laughs> Who's going to snap his neck? <laughs> that was probably because it's not in the script. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was going to snap his neck, but he finished before he got there. Yeah, and he just puts his, his hand on his shoulder and gives him a little pat. Yeah, little pat, of course, is the uh, one of the groupies <laughs> <laughs> who keeps following the band. <laughs> 
Anyway, enough of that shit. Yeah. On oh, to the yeah. beach. Honestly, <laughs> it's, it's, it's fantastic. It really did make me laugh. And uh, it's not supposed to, of course. It's supposed to be highly emotional. Friends, the song Friends from earlier, that starts playing as they start yeah. catcalling very unsuccessfully from their car. <laughs> I put I put suddenly cuts to the beach and a montage of everyone ignoring them. Yeah. <laughs> you also see them have a water fight at one point. They're all just paddling in the sea, just splashing each other. Yeah, <laughs> These but, five blokes. But, but, you know, they did that better in Rocky 3, didn't they? When yeah. It was uh, Rocky and Apollo. Jim sounds like Michael Jackson through all of this bit. He just starts doing the pip. Just like to all the women that go past. Yeah, it's basically them perving on on women in bikinis. With obviously they've all got enormous hair because it was the eighties. Jacks Jack in his monotone voice says, "Want to make it with a rock star? Oh baby." <laughs> yeah, does that work? <laughs> no, of course it doesn't. I like how. Um, uh, Tom, who's sort of doing a little dance and showing his muscles <laughs> off, turns and says to this woman, who totally ignores him, he says, looks good, eh? All right. <laughs> Just leaves her. <laughs> he pauses, she Which ignores again, him. Which again, you've got, you've got to assume that none of this, none of these people on the beach were involved in this film at all. They've just filmed <laughs> themselves driving through the beach trying to get reactions from people. And that's the real reactions of normal people. Yeah. Who ignore everything that's happening? Yeah, because you've got you've got Jane and uh, John at the front, so they're just kissing constantly. Yeah, that, that's actually quite disgusting. You've got Mark driving with his hand on John's knee, and then in the back <laughs> you've got Jim, Tom, and Jack doing all the catcalling. <laughs> and I think it's Tom that, that there's this woman walking along the beach, and it's just a close-up shot of her ass, and he simply says, "You don't get buns like that down at the bakery." <laughs> <laughs> Which again is true, because uh, that's that's not hygienic, is it? And then exhausted, all of their other options, they simply say to one of them, "Hey, over here," and they're also ignored. So a totally useless task of just catcalling random women. Yeah, which is brought to an end by uh, "Excuse me, madam," and by a little kiss. Oh yeah, that's horrible. And uh, then attempts to rape her on the beach. Yeah, uh, he's that's Tom. Push, push to the floor uh, onto other women who then do the, if they'd had handbags, they would have used them. Yeah, they're sunbathing, and this woman who's offended by him wanting a kiss, rightly so, just pushes him over and he lands on the women. Yeah, it's it's awful. They it, all goes, it goes on too long. You yeah, get, they start get, throwing their shoes at him. Yeah, you get some really stupid face reactions. Uh, I think Jim, Jim gives us a samurai cup. Uh, type reaction of just oh, yeah yeah and it's it's bloody awful i think jack even blinks at one point <laughs> yeah he almost wakes up yeah yeah did you see that weird sort of christian the, the guy holding the sign yeah in the yes. montage yes but i didn't write it down it was a weird it was like a nudist christian church he was oh, trying that to start was it. yes yeah he's <laughs> like everyone like god is naked and so should we be or something yeah. like that fair point <laughs> And that's the whole scene. It's yeah. just them going to the beach for the day after Jim's cried about his dad. <laughs> yeah, never mind that, Jim. <laughs> Let's go to the beach and harass some women. <laughs> this is uh, the next one's the bad guy's gym. Why are they all train gymnasium, of course, not not the bad guy's gym. They've got one as well. <laughs> just crying about his mom. They've <laughs> <laughs> got somebody in their camp. <laughs> yeah, my dad was black African American. My mom was Korean. He's like, hang on a minute. <laughs> Why are they all training in jeans? 
Well, they're not training, are they? They're bloody rubbish. They're just <laughs> hanging around a gym doing nothing. Well, you've got a uh, Guns N' Roses guy. He's yeah, got, Axel's got a staff, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, and he's like doing some like flipping people over and stuff. Badly. In walks the, the band again, the bad guy's band. <laughs> Maybe that's Bandaged what they were called. Up. The yeah. bad guy's band. Yeah, they're all bandaged up and stuff. Yep, comedy bandage, obviously. It's like uh, one of them looks like he's got a... Um, looks like he's wearing the um, head headband from Mr. Miyagi. Does, yeah. Doesn't he? Because he's just got a big red blood spot right in the middle of it on his head. And basically, he wants Jeff to get rid of the band so he can get his job back. And he, he wants it so bad, he actually says, you get me my job back. And any money I make is yours. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, what's the fucking point then? <laughs> yeah. You're not going to get, you just want to play in the club. You just want to play for free then. What, why? How would you live? I like when he says, if you do this, I'll join up with you. He's like, you just got beaten up when you had 50 people with you. Why the <laughs> fuck do we want you? And then Jeff's just like, that damn band again. So like, who cares? And like he says, there's just one thing you got to know. They're all black belts in Taekwondo <laughs> and they're pretty bad. <laughs> if you get me my job back, any money that I make is yours. As you said, it's fucking ridiculous. What's the point? <laughs> What's the point of having the job if you're not going to get paid for it? It's not a job then, is it? No. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever, this, this guy's plan. <laughs> no wonder they kicked him out of the club. Yeah, imagine if he was in the plan. Right, what we'll do is we'll ask Jeff and his boys <laughs> and then we'll give them all of the money we make. But at least we'll get our job back. We'll have something to do like, every other night <laughs> for free. Fucking hell. And then we get a four-minute Taekwondo demo. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, now that is really, really bad. Yeah, that's that's tough to watch because it actually I did time it. It's bang on four minutes long. And it's just, uh, it's Mark and all of his mates just showing us. But there's only a couple of them, isn't there? It's Mark, John, he sticks around, and I think Jack sticks around. I think it, they're the only people that know. Yeah, Taekwondo, I think, I think, I think. The, the others just fuck off. As soon as Mark turns <clears> up, <throat> everyone else just leaves. As if it's like, oh, no, not this again. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it is, it is painful. Yeah, there's like board breaking. There's some like defense against knives. Like how to turn it into the other person's stomach and, you know, disarm them and... Yeah, there's, there's one bit where Jack, um, it's like he's fighting with Mark. Obviously, Mark's proper, he's proper the, like, taekwondo, isn't he's he? The so master, so he, yeah. he can do it properly. So uh, I think he, these he's are his, showing us the guy who's, who plays Jack, the guy who plays John, are his students in real life. They're students from his taekwondo gym, but they're not actors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's one bit where it's like he's got he opens his mouth. And then, like, there's the fist in in his mouth, but it pauses just as he connects with his teeth. So, like, he's he's biting Mark's fist, which is pathetic. It yeah. looks bloody stupid. Because when he says pauses, it's uh, it's not like the film is paused. The actors themselves yeah, they are paused. <laughs> and also, when um, Mark grabs, is it Jack's nose with in between his fi- his uh, toes? It's John. Was oh, it John? It's John because I've put tall twat with a knife. To- yeah. Totally rubbish. That's uh, that's John. <laughs> that's how I lovingly refer to John. He, he lifts his leg up and literally pinches John's nose between his big toe and the, and the one after that. It's just, I was like, why the hell would you let someone yeah, do that? It's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. And then they do some uh, breaking wood, breaking bricks. Yeah. Uh, very good. But brick, not hit back. Yeah. That's uh, Bolo Young there. Is that what you said? <laughs> no, that was what Bolo said. I was watching it with him. <laughs> <laughs> he came around to watch this. Then stop for lunch. <laughs> They're all drinking <laughs> Pepsi Cola. Yeah, which is weird because they had a Coca-Cola jumper on earlier. So uh, unless they've got uh, covering both bases. Yeah. 
again, you know, we're all friends in this world. Coca-Cola, Pepsi, we all get on. Yeah, I, th- I think they are. I think they're trying to unite the cola wars. <laughs> trying to put an end to that as well. So John's got a good idea, Ken. Listen to this. <laughs> he says, so Mark, how do you feel about putting some board breaking into the act? <laughs> Yeah, why would have been the question. <laughs> he says, sure, why not? And then he says... Oh, no, okay, yes then, immediately. <laughs> well, yes, that's a fantastic idea, even if it is you shit. Imagine going to watch a fucking band play and then in between there's a four-minute demo on Taekwondo. Surely you're not watching the band if you're in a nightclub. <laughs> why is there even a band? He's <laughs> a DJ. Yeah. He says, we could write another Taekwondo song. <laughs> that's what the world's been crying out for. Tom does one of his guitar solos. We could all break boards. <laughs> Jack could do a drum solo. How about it, Jack? And then Jack's, Jack turns, processes the data that's just been given to him. <laughs> then says, I'd love to help you write that song, John. Yeah, who wouldn't? But there's no way I'll be breaking any boards in that club. I don't even want us to play there anymore. <gasps> Why? Because that band jumped us the other night, says John. To which he says, Jeff too. He's in there every night. His damn gang selling stupid cocaine. Oh, it is stupid though, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, in fairness, that, that cocaine that Jeff's selling is really stupid. It is stupid, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's why he's marketing it as stupid cocaine as well, I think. Yeah. With Yoshito. Yeah. Yoshito's stupid cocaine. <laughs> Yeah, available from Jeff. <laughs> from Jeff's sportswear or whatever the fuck From he does. Jeff's gym. <laughs> but not obviously Jim himself. Yeah. Because he's up too upset. Yeah. <laughs> he's not talking to his, him. His dad it. was a he's, stupid cocaine dealer. He's in the shower. <laughs> she told me to find him. Uh, they start talking about Taekwondo being practiced all over the world. Yeah. And then Jack says, what about a tour? Yeah, let's tour the world. John <laughs> says, what kind of tour? And he said, it would be a world tour, but what would make it special is we'd play in each other's countries. Yeah, where our parents are from. So our parents' country of origin. Yeah, so they're, they're limiting it already. And they, they, they list them for us. So we'd play in Korea for Mark, obviously. For Jim. <laughs> Ireland. <laughs> for the giant. Ireland for someone. I don't it's know. John. It's not John. It is John. It can't be because the last one's for John. It's Israel for John, isn't it? No, Jack is Israel. What? Yeah. Jack. Jack Robo Jack is from Israel. Is he? Yeah. John's from Ireland. John says Ireland, yeah. <laughs> is he bollocks? <laughs> and, and then, of course, Tom, Italy. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, because he's like got a mullet, permed mullet and a moustache and he's a hairy chest. Yeah. Classic Italian. Yeah, or Bulgarian, I don't know. Yeah, and then we'll we'll head to we'll head to the local taekwondo school <laughs> and promote peace and harmony <laughs> in the the local taekwondo school in Israel. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's the big attraction. Yeah, I bet they'd love that, wouldn't they? They'd love to hear songs about against the ninja and being friends for eternity. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the taekwondo school. Yeah, maybe we could go to Palestine and. <laughs> Start singing the friend song. That would be nice. That They're solving the entire world problem, aren't they? Yeah, with a shit song. <laughs> with a really shit song. <laughs> John asks about dinner then, uh, which segues into uh, the, there's trouble at their favourite restaurant, their favourite Chinese restaurant they were at before. Yeah, Uncle Song is his name. 
What? The, is that true? The, the chef who was watching them eat noodles earlier. Uncle Song. That, that's, his, uh, that's his character name. I thought that was the name of the bad guy's band. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Spunkle Song was there, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah there's, there's some hoodlums, and one of them is just looks to be in his pants. I, I also wrote that. Is the black guy just wearing his underpants? Yeah. He's got very, very small shorts. Yeah, too, too, too short. Far too small. And we leave without paying, and Uncle Song... He's not happy no. about this. <laughs> no. Where's my money? <laughs> he goes dancing out the place to confront them. Jazz hands. <laughs> um, he wants he wants them to pay. <laughs> Reasonably. And uh, they just attack him in the street. Uh, and then he just beats them all off. Yeah, he, he was pushed to the floor and he didn't react. Yeah. He just said, no, no, come on, yeah. <laughs> give me my money. And then one of them punches him in the face. And then he finally just punches him in the face, so he just gets up and beats them all up. I thought what would happen there is he would have, that would have happened and then Dragon Song would have turned up. And Well, they, yeah, they turn up, but it's just too late. Yeah, it's done. Yeah. It's already done. I think it's a chance for Uncle Song to tell us what Taekwondo is all about, because mm. Dragon Song turn up and it just says about, yeah, I think it's uh, friendship and things like that. Isn't they, it? They, all get, they all go like that, oh, yeah. You you did this, and then they like mock fights like they're little kids or something. Yeah. Uh, even though they all do taekwondo apparently, so yeah. <laughs> so I don't know why their fascination is, but uh, yeah, he explains that uh, taekwondo is what makes dragon sounds stick together. Yeah. <laughs> Which is Not the just... fact they're all orphans living in the same house. <laughs> yeah, from from all over the world. <laughs> why the fuck did that happen? <laughs> and they're all going to the same uni. I don't know. How did they all find out they were all orphans? Apart from Jim, who just bullshitted his way in <laughs> with his <laughs> yeah. bloody dad. Yeah. I'm, I'm still pissed off that they celebrated being fourth in the national programming <laughs> contest. <laughs> Listen to me! And then this, as he's telling him about this taekwondo and the importance of it, there's just shots of Mark just doing kung fu kicks on stage to his other yeah. <laughs> band members. Yeah, now, now we go straight back to the on-stage um, in full gi, <laughs> all wearing their uh, their taekwondo gis. It should be pointing that out, actually. They're all t- uh, topless. Well, some of them are. Mark is, and he's in full gi still. But And obviously <laughs> the mum as well, Jane, she's not topless. But um, yeah, um, the rest of them are, and they're just like, just in... It's, it's a very, very unusual. And you get the tone out the the tone yeah, grab as well. Does it to Jim this time? Does it to Jim? He, he starts to... bursting into floods of tears because that's what his dad used to do to him. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah, with some pliers <laughs> instead of his feet. <laughs> I like how Jeff leaves a like a a note on the car, but it's almost like um, what what is that called where you fold the. Well, like origami. Yeah, it's almost like origami. <laughs> He's made like a little origami swan or something. <laughs> Just left it on their car. And it's to meet them downtown. Who the hell would have dropped that note off? Well, all 30 of them. <laughs> <laughs> would they have not heard all the bikes? <laughs> no, not not the ninja gang. <laughs> Jeff's gang. Yeah. It's a separate faction. Yeah. It's the ones who came to That's meet her after school. Yeah, so we've got the, the, the guys on the bikes, we've got Jeff's gang, and we've got... The band. The that, band. That's it, really, isn't it? Yeah, and then Dragon Sound. Jane ends up going to the gym to meet Jeff. There's another thing. There's a lot of J's. You've got Jack, John, Jim, Jeff. Jane. Jane. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone else has got a name in this uh, in this film. No. Uncle Song. <laughs> of course. Oh, yeah. The owner doesn't get a name. He just gets that fight scene and that's it. No, he just gets uh, club owner. Yeah. Is his uh, credit and yeah. Jim's dad? I guess. <laughs> no, he doesn't get a. Oh, hang on, where am I? Well, you're looking at IMDb. I am, yeah. No, no, 
Nothing here at all. Jeff, Jim's dad's not even in the fucking credits. <laughs> wiped from her existence. Uh, she, she asks Jeff uh, to leave Dragon Sound alone, and he tells her to go home and never see John again. And then she just does leave. <laughs> She's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And that's the end of the scene. Cut to you got Jeff, you got Dexy from the the band. Yep, Axel Rose, he's there. <laughs> yeah, the gang they're, they're waiting for uh, Dragon Sound to arrive. I think they're at a train yard. I think. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's similar to the one from Belly of the Beast with Stephen Seagal. Yeah. I think. <laughs> I'm guessing it's the same one. Yeah, and uh, thirty years difference in making of it. Oh, um, ninja, ninjas, no. <laughs> Uh, Dragon Sound, they're on their way. They're all wearing black fingerless gloves. So Yeah, it's some great music as they arrive as well. Epic, <laughs> epic music. <laughs> time you got, man. Ah, they should have been here a long time ago. I remember what that son of a bitch did to my hand. They're dead meat. I'm going to get his ass this time. My nose and purple shit. I like the plan that obviously Jeff would have concocted because he says, right, what we're going to do, you stand behind this this uh, train car here and when they turn up in their car, hit the car with a stick <laughs> doing nothing and then run after the car because <laughs> that's what the first guy does. <laughs> but of course, what we can see and uh, the guy who's, so, who's concentrating, obviously, I think a bit too much on hitting it with a stick that he hasn't noticed that there's only three people in the car. Yeah. Ambush. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we get the fight scene. There's lots of running, lots of attacking from behind corners, as we said before. Yeah, I'd put that, I'd put straight into it. Absolutely ridiculous fight. A lot of the chore- uh, choreography is the same choreography as they use in the, st- in the street fight, pretty much down to the exact move. <laughs> it's, they're just reused. And it ends up with the, the the cops turn up and everyone runs away. Yeah, this is the only time police are involved in any of yeah. the film. They turn up when everyone's gone. And then just get their guns out, even though they can see that everyone's gone. They they pull their weapons and then just go again. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like everyone's gone. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of like random scenes in this. Like this has just happened and then Jeff will just go to the biker bar. He turns up at the biker bar with um, you know, the, the biker ninjas and um it turns out they actually hired real bikers. They said they would pay them in beer and a hundred bikers turned up for the shooting of this film. And they all you can tell the difference between the actors yes, playing can, bikers yeah. and the real bikers. There are some fucking grim looking bikers and women. And it's 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 a montage uh to a song that's just about tough guys. <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure they wouldn't have told the bikers <laughs> they were going to put over the top of it. <laughs> Because it's uh, it doesn't really make them appear to be overly tough. <laughs> it's it's kind of uh, it's like something out of Greece. Yeah, it, it's, it's kind of almost mocking them, <laughs> but unintentionally. Jeff turns up in the most ill-fitting baseball cap I've ever seen. It says something like Orlando College or something. <laughs> Why the fuck's he wearing that? <laughs> and it's just propped on the top of his head. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Why the hell are they all meeting there anyway? Why don't they just go to the ninja house like they did before? 
You don't want fucking 100 bikers at your ninja house, well, do you? Why have them in there at all? Why have them involved? <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're not in it again. No, you <laughs> so don't the, see them again. So what's the point? What's the point of that? Other than to get the, the beautiful, upbeat song about being tough. <laughs> and get the, the biker girl's fucking tits out. Yeah, which I'd rather not have seen. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a scene of Mark going round to the... Uh, he's, he's literally going round the Dragon Sound house asking why no one is asleep. <laughs> <laughs> you can't shut up, Mark. That's why. And uh, he also has a, a twenty-second conversation about uh, a keyboard solo <laughs> that Tom's written. <laughs> God, Tom's not even the keyboard player. Yeah, he says I think he can handle it, Jim. I think Jim can handle it if he ever stops fucking crying. <laughs> He's just in the corner, all of his, rocking himself to sleep. All of his fucking keyboard solos sound like the Cure. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure why Tom's writing a keyboard solo. No. You know, it doesn't really fit. Breakfast, you got Rick Rude, Tom. He's uh, He reads out the mail, while Mark seemingly forces everyone to eat grapes by shoving them into into their mouths. Yeah. He, grounds, he goes around everyone just shoving grapes into their it, mouths. It could have been worse. He could have been feeding them with his feet just <laughs> yeah. to prove his taekwondo prowess. Yeah. <laughs> just gripping them in his toes. Or even worse, with his anus. <laughs> Listen to me! <laughs> Firing them in. Yeah. <laughs> You got uh, Tom handling him like uh, some sort of Gatling gun. Like a bagpipe. <laughs> just pulling his arms back. <laughs> Jim just hitting him in the face because he's, he's not in the mood. <laughs> I was actually so entranced by Mark forcing grapes into everyone's mouths that I don't even know what the hell they were talking about. I don't even think I've got this written down. No. I just put I put the bander in the house for some bullshit. Yeah. I've not even written what's going on. I was so just in, enraptured by what Mark was doing. I didn't even hear what they said. So sorry about that, everybody. <laughs> and then they look to be driving top down in the rain next. Yes. Yeah, they are. Yeah. It's pissing it down, it's isn't it? It's pissing it down. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it changed. It just started raining in the second time we see them arriving at the destination. But no, they even when they get in, it looks like it's raining. Yeah, and um, Tom drops them off at a cafe. <laughs> they were wearing uh, UCF t-shirts. They are. Uh, <laughs> University of Central Florida. Yeah. yeah. They're all wearing them. Different ones, admittedly, but would they be? Probably not. I mean, they all live together. It's the last thing you dress like each other. Yeah, and they walk in, walk into the restaurant, and leave Tom outside to try and park in his massive car. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly parked in the wrong place. Yeah. And uh, he's instantly jumped by Jeff's gang. And as he's getting dragged out of the car, he just says, Mark's going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what's weird, though, before that even happens, they when they go into the restaurant, they all sit down at a table for four people. Yeah. And without Tom, there is only four of them. I thought, are they in on this? And then I thought, don't be ridiculous. They've just done it for ease of shoot, haven't they? Yeah, I yeah, guess but, so. But they did just sit at a table of four. So even if Tom had managed to park the car successfully and just come in, he'd have had to have sat on a table on his own. Did you think at any point that Jane was in on helping her brother? Because it seems sometimes when she turned up and speak to him, like she almost sounded like she was in on it at some points. I just don't know what the point of Jane is, apart from the catalyst of not liking the band. But yeah. even then, who cares? Yeah. I don't care about Jane at all. No. Throughout any of this film. So there. <laughs> Tom's thrown in a, a room. He's tied up as, as Jane. She turns up instantly. I don't know why. Yeah, this this is a very unusual dialogue. <clears throat> she asks for Tom. Between Yeah, but between uh, this is Axel Rose and the fat guy, isn't it, who are just in there talking absolute gibberish. I don't yeah. know whether they were on drugs at this moment. She says, 
anybody seen Tom anywhere? To which the fat guy says, I ain't seen nobody since 1962. Yeah, what the bloody hell is he talking about? <laughs> Fuck knows. And then, and then I'm pretty sure, then they say salami and the word carrot twice. Yeah. And I don't know why. Maybe that's his name. Why would they say it twice? Well, his name's Carrot Carrot. Well, yeah. Salami Carrot Carrot. Yes. That guy's called Salami. The other, the Axel Rose is called Carrot Carrot. Yeah, or maybe the other guy's also called Carrot. <laughs> <laughs> That's awkward, isn't it? Yeah. How embarrassing. It's sort of like Tom Savini lookalike, the <laughs> other guy with the leather cap. Yeah. I don't know, but she walks out the room for like a second and then walks back in and leaves. Yeah, and that's when they say salami, carrot, carrot. Yeah. Check it out again. Yeah. Please tell me I didn't just write that down for nothing. <laughs> salami. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did she go to look? She knew Tom was kidnapped. Went yeah, to so, so she went to look in, maybe just like in a room to see if that's where they'd be keeping him. Maybe yeah. just, just in a room there. Oh, no, he's not in that room, so maybe they haven't got him. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. No, I don't know either. We get back, I think it's the train yard again, is it? I don't know, it's night time. It. This, this bit made me think it was the same place as the opening scene. Right, But, but that yeah. was somewhere in Miami. I don't know if we're in Miami, Florida, or whether we're in Orlando, Florida. It must be Orlando, because... Going, I don't know. Yeah. University of Central Florida. Where is that? Get in touch. Let us know. Yeah. Maybe, we, maybe we should have looked that up before we started this. I like how when Dragon Sound turn up for this meeting now, there's two guards who are sitting on a wall. They managed to pull one... Of, they're literally sitting shoulder to shoulder, having a look about. They managed to pull one off the wall... And choke him. And the other guy doesn't even notice that the guy next to him has fallen from a height and is choked out. Then he looks round, he gets put, he jumps down, and uh, they both get KO'd with the weakest looking karate chops to the yes, neck. Yes, there's lots of chops going on. There's lots of stealth, lots of chops. And um, we also, uh, the old band are there again, by the way, just saying son of a bitch a lot again. Yeah, he's very angry. He's just shouting son of a bitch. We'll get that son of a bitch. Mark kills a man with a pole to the neck. This is the first death that I've seen. Yeah, 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 pipe attacks. Yeah, blood splatter from the neck. Yeah, it's like a pipe hits him in the neck and um, kills him, I guess. Yeah, and there's also, yeah, Mark fights, ends up fighting that fat guy, Salami. He ends up fighting Salami. (laughs) And it sounds like when Mark fights, he sounds like he's always falling from a great height. And I like how everything, like, there's there's quite a few sort of action scenes, and in between each one, it's Jeff just sitting there looking around constantly. <laughs> being, being angry, just angry <laughs> about the whole thing. I like, uh, I've written that uh, there's lots of lots of crop tops going on in this fight. Yep. Lots, lots of people, lots of guys have got their little crop tops on. And then it seems, it, it kind of seems a bit um, one-sided. It's Jeff, and he, he has to fight both Mark and John at the same time. <laughs> that's not That's not before Jim. Uh, is has been hiding in a barrel, <laughs> and the singer of the uh, the bad guy band uh, is nearby, and he stands up out this barrel and hits him over the back of the head. <laughs> so, what are you doing in there, Jim? <laughs> How long has he been in this barrel? <laughs> and what if he hadn't walked past? And what if somebody had just walked behind him, looked in? Seen him crouching in a barrel. <laughs> Crying. They can hear his sobs. <laughs> <laughs> Just pushed it over down a hill. Well, when he asked his mom about his dad, he says you can find him at the bottom bottom of a barrel. <laughs> so he was looking for his dad, I think. Poor old Jim. 
I like as well in this scene, someone gets kicked into a barrel, which has clearly been broken previously, because yeah. when they, it literally the smallest, like, force just knocks it in half. Thankfully, it's not the one that Jim's hiding in. Yeah. So, yeah, as I say, Jeff versus Mark and John seems unfair. Jeff's got, like, an aerial or something, like, two aerials, I think, or something like that. Not a clue. And obviously, they've got a pipe. Um, they end up climbing up, like, an electricity pylon, I think. And John, oh, oh Jeff, I, I I thought at one point just committed suicide because he, he climbs <laughs> up to the top, <laughs> then steps backwards and falls off it. Yeah, I've got those fighting with pointy sticks. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of like an airy. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure. I just put pointy sticks. Yeah, they climb up and you think, okay, so they're going to have like a big fight in, on this. But literally as soon as he gets to the top, Jeff just steps backwards off of it. Well, maybe he was. Maybe he's <laughs> sick of it. You know, he's not. It's this life. What's the point? <laughs> yeah, Jeff's dead anyway. Yeah, unfortunately, Jeff is. Yeah, he just yeah. just takes a swan dive off some scaffolding, and yeah. he's dead. That's it. You sheet over at his place now. No, oh, he's not happy though. Yeah, sorry, boss, but your brother Jeff is dead. Yeah, it's not his real brother. No, no, I'm pretty sure of that. More like how... I did think it was weird that he said your brother, but I'm thinking I think you must mean in the gang drug dealing sense. I think it's in the same sense as Mary Morrison's nanny Hulk Hogan says <laughs> brother <laughs> from uh, Deadly Illusions. Deadly Illusion. We must avenge Jeff's death. Yeah, killed by dragon sound. And then very fast he says, "They will not escape the Miami Ninja." And I thought, "The Miami Ninja." Yeah, yeah, I, I heard him say that. I've written that down. I've written it all in one word because he does say it very quickly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They will not escape the Miami Ninja. Uh, then, then we get to see the Miami Ninja being uh, deployed by lots of lots of running in unison, lots of crouched running, which is it's across difficult. the bridge. It's difficult to do that, by the way. If you actually crouch down in in half and run, it's yeah. difficult. It's also pointless. Yeah, there's a lot <laughs> especially of that when in... they're in their own camp. Yeah, it's, it's like they're still in their own house, <laughs> but they're running around like that. Jim in his usual attire now. He's in his shirtless, jeans unbuttoned. Yeah, he gets some mail. I think he was on his way to the shower, wasn't he? But then remembered last time he was going to have a shower, he had some uh, mail. So yeah. he thought, I better check that first before John gets it. The dick. And what happens is, I think what happens is here, Ken, is he confuses a photo for his actual dad. Because he looks at this photo in this envelope and says, I found my father. <laughs> yeah, which well, it, that that's odd. But it's also odd because I thought he was dead in the first bit that he said. Yeah. I thought he'd found out that his dad had passed away. Yeah. Um, but I don't know who that guy was now in the first photo. Yeah, and it should be pointed out that Mark, it, I've never seen anyone more delighted for someone else to find their dad. Well, I've never seen anyone more delighted than seeing someone else get some post in the mail. <laughs> he just comes running out. What is it, Jim? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what? Is that what he says? It's just a letter for me. That's, that's nothing. Don't worry about it. They, they, all, they all come out without shirts on. Yeah, and they lift him up in slow motion like they've won the cup. They've won the big... <laughs> Everyone comes out to celebrate this photograph of a black man. Yeah. <laughs> Which you would, I guess. And, um, and then... I've never had one. Never had one in the in the mail. If anyone out there wants to send me a photograph of a black man in, in the mail, yeah, get onto it. In the nip? <laughs> I'll be sure to look at it before I have a shower. <laughs> um, 
Mark comes up with a great idea, which I'm sure everyone's on board with, of pooling their last remaining money <laughs> to get him a suit so he can meet his dad and an airplane ticket, I guess. Yeah, because he's got to go to... Was it still in Washington? Are we still claiming it's Washington? Or is that totally unrelated, that first story where he cried? I don't know. No, I don't know either. Apparently, turning up shirtless with jeans undone just won't do when you're meeting your dad. When, when he says this, though... Uh, they all decide. They, they all tell us how much money they've got left. Yeah, he says, "Oh, I've got a, I've got two hundred bucks." Tom, it, yeah. The other guy says, "I've got fifty. He says, "I think I've got sixty. Yeah. Like, if I was Tom, I'd be like, well, "I'm not fucking giving you two hundred, then am I?" Yeah, it's not you, my fault. <laughs> That's not fair, is it? Yeah, it's I'm not, the yeah, one writing all the music. Is all just, you fucks? Just, just because Tom's saved up more money than everyone else, why has he got to pay for Jim to get a new suit to see his dad, who we all thought was dead? Jane seems fine, even though Jeff's dead. Well, uh, they they do discuss it because obviously um, he does say, "I'm sorry, but it had to be done." And uh, Jane says, "I understand. Still, we're happy for Jim now." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they have a big kiss again. John and Jane. Jim smiles and and nods, <laughs> and then just fucks off. Yeah, <laughs> just gets they me. all smile and nod. Yeah, and Mark they, smiles and nods. And then they leave in the car. Jim, Jim, and. Uh, Two of them. I think he leaves, leaves with... Uh, he leaves with Mark and John. Mark and John, they, they all go. The, so, the yeah. only two that can actually fight. Yeah, the other. you never see the other people again. You know, all about friendship and stuff and sticking together. Never seen again, Tom. But, yeah, where is Tom? He's just at the fucking house. happened to Tom? He's at the house, just, pissed off that he's yeah, given think, 200 thinking, quid. Thinking, took my money. Yeah. Took all my bloody money for Jim. My father. My father. I found my father. Oh my god! Uh, I like how uh, they're driving down and uh, you see all the bikes there, and someone just says, I think it's John that says, Uh oh, ninjas. <laughs> I've written that as well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it happens though, doesn't it? Yeah, something that you never think you'd say out loud. <laughs> it reminds you of your own business, and oh no, not again. I love, like, that they, they end up jumping down into, like, a, from the bridge that they're driving on, they jump into, like, a river into the woods. Jim gets hit with the sword. The scream he does is fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> For ages he does it. He does, yeah. He sounds like Prince. I th- I think he actually takes a breath in the middle of it and then just starts again. <laughs> but even better than that is Mark, <laughs> who screams Jim for about 30 seconds constantly. I've, he I've screams it into his face as he's I've holding him. I've put Mark tries to help him by shouting Jim in his face. Literally, he's like an <laughs> inch away from him, screaming his own name into his face. <laughs> I've also written that John's gone mental. John does go <laughs> mental. What I like as well is that Jim has like been cut from arsehole to appetite <laughs> <laughs> and bleeding profusely. So what um, Mark does is he drags him through the river <laughs> instead of just the land next to it. He's being dragged through the water. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to think that that was in the script. Yeah, just fucking carry him. <laughs> No, Jeez. I mean from arsehole to appetite. Oh, thank you. I think that's Mark. I think that's actually the name of the other band. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. It might be the new name of the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's at that point that John, at some, you know, he loses the top half of his suit. He's just shirtless. 
then he was in a, a suit and tie and things. I they think. all were, which is a bit weird because I don't think they were all going with Jim. <laughs> it's just it's him just on Jim the plane, was wasn't it? Jim supposed to be going, yeah, but they're all wearing a suit. Yeah, but he's just... That's in probably the... what they spent Tom's $200 on. <laughs> they bought a suit for each of them. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Matching. He'll never know. And then, and then you know, you say, don't, don't, uh, don't shoot the messenger. Well, somebody, I do say that, yes. Yeah, well, <laughs> some, somebody goes back to Yoshito and he says, boss, <laughs> everyone's dead. And uh, Yoshito just cuts his head off. Yeah. <laughs> just cuts this bloke's head clean off. <laughs> it's just, yeah. And then he laughs he about it. For ages. <laughs> it's like, I don't what? think anyone does that in real life. I like how slowly. What, you mean, what, decapitates uh, people telling them something and then <laughs>, laughs really slowly. Yeah. Oh, if you're going to laugh slowly, that's the time to do it. I like how slowly that guy like turns up to the boss. He's crawling along the bridge. Yeah, because he's like wounded. Thirty seconds. Yeah, so he's, he's wounded as well. So he's he's come to tell warn the boss, and his payment is he gets his head cut off by the boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just made me made me laugh, but not quite as much as Yoshito. Boss, everybody's dead. I like how the final battle is is Mark versus uh, Yoshito, and Yoshito is now clearly a Caucasian stuntman. Yes, yes. He's good, also good, shit. good for him. He's yeah, also yeah, really yeah. shit. As, considering he's like top ninja, he's fucking awful. He isn't gets he? little to no offense in at all. Might as well be the supreme ninja from this ninja squad. I mean, offense, not offense. Like he's you know talking shit about him being an orphan. <laughs> it's just upsetting him. <laughs> <laughs> Mark punches him in the face, and uh, as he's on the on the floor, we get a little callback to the four minute taekwondo promo. Where he attacks him with a knife and Mark turns it in on him, you know, and, and uses his own force to stab himself in the stomach. It's actually, though, because it's a stuntman, he's probably a bit more trained than it was in the earlier scene. And there's no pause where he just stands behind him yeah. with his knife like he could have stabbed him about eight times. Yeah, but it is in slow-mo, though. Quite right, too. Yeah, and I'll tell you what else is in slow-mo. John, still running around like a bloody lunatic. And Mark just screaming. <laughs> yeah, he's just shouting, come on, to <laughs> nobody. He's just killed the bad guy. And he's shouting, come on. John's running around the jungle, wherever the hell we <laughs> All are All of now. this is in slow-mo. Yeah, just, just like heavy breathing and slashing at nothing. Yeah, it's a, quite an incredible turnaround for these two, who <laughs> were just on their way to the airport. <laughs> The next thing you hear is, "Oh, Jim!" It's uh, it's, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jim! Oh, bloody oh, Jim! <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, it's Mark, and it turns out, and I didn't know this, Jim's alive. How yeah. the fuck? They just <laughs> left him in the fucking river. <laughs> old man River, yeah, brought him back to life. Good old Jim. Of course, um, you know, if you leave someone in water and they're bleeding, like the the you know the the wound won't clot or anything. So that's, he's literally just bleeding out in the water. Well, I uh, it's actually also though generates. That's why we need if you try to commit suicide in the bath, uh, you've got more chance of survival because it's got nowhere to go. I'm not sure it works in running water. If, yeah, if that was a babbling brook. But uh, anyway. Uh, Let's not dwell on suicide. Uh, let's talk about Jim. Yeah, he's in the car now. I can't believe they just left him in the fucking what river. What are they supposed just to do? Pull him to the side. He was in the. He was pulled to the side. You moaned that he pulled him through the river and <laughs> dumped him somewhere else. You're moaning they just left him. Fucking hell! They can't just stand near him. There's ninja to fight. Friends for eternity. <laughs> exactly. Loyalty, Look, they're against the ninja. 
<laughs> See? We stay with you unless your name is Jim. <laughs> Poor Jim. Anyway, he has survived. Um, and uh, they, they're now in the car on their way. They got back in the car yeah, after John, the fight. John's driving. <laughs> he's still not got a shirt on. No. Yeah. Well, he, quite um, right, too. At least he stopped going. <laughs> Plus there's about 50 dead bodies in that fucking woods now. Yeah, well, that's not their problem. Ninja. That's Ninja not bodies. their problem. They've got to get Jim to the bloody hospital. Uh, John has got a shirt on. When they get to the hospital, he, he finds a shirt. I don't know where he's got it from, but he is wearing a shirt now. And Mark is is totally, like, clean now. Yeah, and the others are there, actually. No, only there. Jack's there. Really? Not yeah. Tom? Tom's not there. Jane... He probably can't afford to get there now, I'm can not sure he, Tom? Jane's there. Tom can't afford it. He's just spent all his money buying I'm... Jim a suit that got slashed to pieces within hours. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's just Jack, Mark, and John that are there for him. I thought they were all there. The the dad's there, I tell you that, and it's a different actor to the guy in the pictures that we saw earlier. Yeah, I think that right. This is my only theory that the first picture they sent was not his dad, and he was dead, and said this this bloke's dead, and he thought, oh no, my dad's dead, and didn't read the fine print that said, this is not your dad. Only joking. <laughs> then again, why would they send a photograph of just a dead bloke? <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. This person it? is not your dad. He's getting letters every day. <laughs> but he's dead. <laughs> what a cruel hoax this hospital is. <laughs> Damn you, George Washington. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. yeah, it doesn't make sense, actually. I'll tell you, you what. When you dissemble it like that, it makes no sense. <laughs> and the dad cannot act at all. <laughs> Holy shit. No, nor is he old enough to be Jim's dad. No, yeah. He's just got, like, white talcum <laughs> powder in his hair or something. He's just made his little little moustache white yeah. and, and what little hair he's got as well. He looks the same age as Jim. Doctor, how is my son? Jim was extremely fortunate. The wounds weren't as deep as we initially thought. He did lose a lot of blood, but there was very little internal damage. Oh, thank God. When can we see him? Yeah, he'll be out shortly and released into your care yeah, he, for the he, first time in your life because you left him. He had blood loss but no internal injuries, which is odd seeing as he had a fucking samurai sword cut <laughs> nearly halfway through him. Yeah, but still. he said, uh, the, the dad says to Mark, Today I almost lost Jim for the second time, but because of you he's still alive. Mark says... Jim is like my mother, I think. I think that's what he says. I can't really understand him. I would do anything for him. Anything. Anything? Anything. And the dad says, Jim? Jim! Because Jim turns up in his wheelchair. Yeah, he's getting wheeled in. He doesn't in. just call Mark Jim. He's he getting says, wheeled in now. He says, Jim, you're really blessed to have such wonderful friends. They really care about you. And now, I really care. <laughs> It's like, yeah, we get it. You didn't love him before. Don't rub it in. Jim Fuck. Jim says it still hurts, but seeing you guys again and my father is all that matters. Lovely. Yeah. And then he, his dad says, I love you, son. Beautiful. That is beautiful. Jack turns up randomly to take over the wheelchair duty. He says, no one's going to mess with our band again. It's like... <laughs> yeah, like that was ever happening before this exact film. Yeah. Like could... they were constantly being attacked by drug dealers and ninjas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wherever they go. Cut, cut to John who gets the samurai cop um, treatment where he's, he's like chin upwards <laughs> with space <laughs> above his head. And he says, now we're all safe, smiling. <laughs> Mark says, Jim, Jim is all over, is what he says. <laughs> Let's all go home. 
Yeah, and then they walk towards the camera, all of them. Freeze frame. Thankfully, they freeze frame. Otherwise, they would have walked straight into the camera. You would have thought that would be a perfect time to have the whole of Dragon Sound freeze frame. But no, it's the dad who turned up four minutes ago. (laughs) It's now part of the freeze frame. What they should have done is perhaps jump up and uh, like high five each other at the same time and freeze frame in the air. That would have been good. That would have been superb. Yeah, and uh, I guess the other band members thought, I'll just give this a miss. We talk about friendship, but if he's in the hospital, he'll be all right. It's Tommy, I told you, he, he's still upset. He's and lost Jane. Two, $200, 200 bucks. Yeah. And they killed her brother. That's true. She's got a bit of resentment. I mean, I know she said she didn't like him, but come on. Uh, the, the last thing is it is a quote. Oh. And it says... <laughs> I'm not sure it is a quote. It's a quote. It's a quote from Mark. And it says... Yeah, exactly. It's not really, <laughs> it doesn't count. Unless it's a quote from an actual historical figure. It says, Only through the elimination of violence can we achieve world peace. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> that says what peace means. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, okay. And I hope you watching... I'm not, I'm not arguing with him, but it's just, yeah, well, of course. Of I course hope you're watching case. a film about a, a band talking about Taekwondo fighting a cocaine-dealing ninja motorcycle gang and Jeff. Makes you realise all of that. Yeah. It's certainly, it certainly made me think. Senseless violence. Senseless death. It's just, it's just all senseless. All of it. Thankfully, though, we get an end song, and it's all about a Taekwondo family. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the end of the film. Yeah. That's it. Miami Connection done. What, what a film, though. What a fucking a, film. Absolute brilliant film. It's 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 up there. It's um, you've got you've got a list of films like this, and pretty much you've got this one. You've got Hard Ticket to Hawaii. You've got Samurai Cop. It's brilliant, brilliant films. They've got no idea what they're doing. Not a clue what's going to come out at the end of it. Shame, <laughs> ridicule, and now suddenly everyone. You know, well, not everyone. But there's a cult following. The thing is, there's just something intangible about bad films that just make you feel great. Like, I can watch these, and it's literally like watching a good comedy film. You come out of them just, like, really just, like, happy. This was brilliant. I was really happy when I watched yeah. it. I was so pleased. I said right at the beginning, I was like, really pleased this exists, this film. Yeah. Because it really, it, it just made me laugh. And I, and I just thought, that was really good. That was brilliant. It's almost uh, like YK Kim's... Um, sort of um like optimism to the point of delirium that shines through in this film like he, he genuinely believes that taekwondo can change the world and it's i think that just sort of like i don't know there's just something about it just you just feel fucking great I, watching I, it some, somebody on twitter said um the difference between this one and um and then they also linked the similarities between it of this and the room by tommy yeah. wiseau said neither of them uh, not not a native english speaker Never made a film before, never knew how to do it. Um, but one of them moans about how he's been treated so badly, how you know everyone's out to get him and everything, and it's sort of like a really negative film. Whereas this one, everything's brilliant. All through Taekwondo <laughs> and friendship. <laughs> yeah. And he said and he said he said so all those similarities, but all those differences of how 
how different their films are that the room's just funny and it's just funny but yeah. th- this one's this one's funny but it's also really stupidly upbeat yeah and then that that quote at the end is even more ridiculous that's just fantastic that he thinks he's going to change the world <laughs> i genuinely think he did think that yeah great he stuff. thought it was going to be a blockbuster this i saw an interview with him <laughs> Well, about 30 years on, it's it's being enjoyed anyway. I'm glad that it has that. You've got GIFs of this. You've got GIFs of this film readily available. Yeah. I looked up a film. Somebody put, uh, tell me your worst film in a GIF. And I couldn't even find it. It was that bad, that film. Which (laughs) was that? um, I don't want to even talk about it again. We're just going to do it on the podcast. Black Shock. Oh, fuck. We can't even do that on the podcast. <laughs> not a chance. It's not even, there's literally nothing you could get from that. that not would a be chance. Funny. Not a chance are we talking about that. Yeah. I hate even saying its name. Yeah. Yes. But that's no, no. Uh, you no. realise you saying that now will have our, our fans telling us to fucking no, cover it now, don't you? No, no, no. I've seen it once. That is the worst film I've ever don't seen. Don't keep I've saying never, this because they're literally going to carry on saying I enjoyed you need to no, record it. no part of that film. But that's got no gifts available. Because yeah. it's so shit that nobody likes it. It's not even got a following. This one, loads of gifts. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much every scene's got gifts. Yeah, on it. and as I say, just one after the other. These scenes, you just like every yeah. single scene. It's is just genius. Brilliant. It's just so terrible. It just folds up into a massive genius film. And as you said before, you know that only comes from someone wanting to make a good film themselves. I think, and this is brilliant. Yeah. If someone made this and think I'm going to make it corny and cheesy and stuff, it just wouldn't. It wouldn't have the same effect as someone trying to do an actual good job. No. Which is what is bad films, isn't it? It's yeah. someone who is... There's so much in this, so much that's useless, so much that's pointless. Pretty much the entire plot, I said that, there's no plot. No. <laughs> it's just a band who've got nothing to do with cocaine smuggling, yeah. nothing to do with drugs, nothing yeah. to do with biker gangs, yeah. <laughs> just playing in a nightclub that are needlessly targeted by drug-dealing ninja bikers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they already knew that the cocaine was being like dealt there, so it's not it's like just, they... It's they, fantastic, they, yeah. There's just absolutely no point in focusing any attention on this band, <laughs> but yeah. the, the whole film's about it. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. Really, absolutely love this film. So would this get the, the two thumbs up from Ken? Uh, it, gets, okay, it gets the two thumbs up and then it gets your nose between me toes. That's that's what this gets. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. That's disgusting. And with that, we'll move on to the film pitch. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. All right, so off we go then, Ken. Ready when you are. <sighs> right, okay. Well, I've, I've not got a... Uh, I was going to have a title for the film. But okay, I ha- but I haven't. Okay, then that's a good start. <laughs> Not even got a title. Uh, I think I, in the in the podcast I said it was going to be Ghost Ninja. Um, not sure. Not sure if it should be. I think it should be something totally unrelated to ninjas. Yeah. As, as was the Miami Connection title. Yeah, it's got nothing to do with most of the film. Yeah. So yeah, I'm open to ideas, suggestions. Okay. Go for it. What, what should we call it? I haven't heard the pitch yet. All right, okay. Well, so we, all right, so we're holding fire on that. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll bring it. We'll bring it out afterwards. Well, I've, I've got um, I've got two rival clubs in the same town, and it could be set anywhere because I'm not giving you the name of the town in case you just say that town connection. connection yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I'm onto you. The so, Birmingham connection. <laughs> <laughs> well, Birmingham's the city, but uh... <laughs> yeah, so is Miami probably. Anyway, um, so the two clubs, one of them's called Arsehole to Appetite, <laughs> and the other club's called The Witch's Tits. 
<laughs> Rival clubs. Yeah, I like it yeah, so far. They're yeah. uh, they're they're on this, in the same town, but they're on opposite sides. Obviously, you don't want to get them too mixed up. You want to go to arseholes when you're after tits. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the last, that's the last thing you need. It's a good life lesson, kids. <laughs> yeah, I've got it written down at home before I go out. Oh, is that what's, what's on your wall, is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah li- live, and- live, laugh, love. <laughs> arseholes and tits. Yeah, that's what's hand-stitched. <laughs> Cross-stitch on your wall. <laughs> yeah, so we've got, we've got those two clubs, um, and they've got nothing to do with each other. <laughs> and they're just like happily trading independently. It's not all action so far, is it? No, no, nothing else happens. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> just the day-to-day running of nightclubs. Yeah, yeah, lots of admin. Is there is there bands playing in this? Yeah, well, one of the bands, one of the bands, I'm thinking is, is going to be called Ghost Ninja. Nice. That's one of the bands. So they all dress in white ninja, yeah. ninja outfits. Yeah. And um, the other band's called Evil Ninja, and they all dress in black. Nice. And I don't know which which band plays at which club. That's up to you. You can decide that. I think I think the good guys are obviously arsehole to appetite. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the witch's tits. Witch's tits get the evil aspect. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. I'm just uh, just jotting that down for uh, when I draft this we're gonna, up. We're going to need band members. So I think for the good guy band, what was Go- it? Ghost the, Ghost Ninja. Ghost Ninja. I'm going to say that the lead singer of Ghost Ninja will be, who's performed, maybe Mark Wahlberg? Mark, I was going to say Mark Wahlberg, yeah, from the uh, rock stuff. Yeah. So Mark Wahlberg is, of course, the lead singer of Ghost Ninja. Will Will he have a ninja outfit on? He will have just the just the bottoms, I think, because, you know, he likes getting his... His big, uh, big his old pecs out. out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. That's, yeah. that's why I asked, because I yeah. thought he, he's got to. So, yeah, and he's done Rockstar before, so I think he'll be good with that. What about for the Evil Ninja band? The lead singer for that? Yeah. I think a good choice for that would be... I was thinking Alan Rickman. He's dead. Yeah, that's why I didn't say it. Yeah, that would be good. But I was also thinking Christopher Lee before I thought I remembered he's dead. <laughs> he's done an album, hasn't he? Yeah, he has, yeah. What about... Uh, William Shatner. I've got it. Oh. Brian Blessed. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Blessed is the lead singer of Evil Ninja. <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm having him. <laughs> right, get him down. Yep. Tonight at the Witch's Tits, it's Brian Blessed. <laughs> <laughs> it's Brian Blessed's band, Evil Ninja. For those of you who don't recognise the name, what was the name of his character in? Voltan. He plays Voltan in Flash Gordon. Gordon's alive! On the uh, on the guitar is of course Timothy Dalton. Oh yes, it's like a reunion tour. Absolutely. Then, yeah? Okay, I like it. Sam Jones on bass. Yeah, got him. I'm putting Sam J Jones, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Sam J Jones will be in full Flash Gordon attire. So, and none of them dressed as ninjas. Well, they all are except for Sam J Jones. How about he's dressed as a ninja? Well, he's got the face covering, but he's still got his Flash yeah. T-shirt. Okay, we'll go with that. Because what about Timothy Dalton? Is he wearing like he's in green... Robin Hood attire? Yeah, yeah, but with what Ninja Green Green Ninja? Yeah. What about what about Brian Blessed? He's got the Voltan. <laughs> he's got the wings. crown thing. <laughs> yeah, on his head. He's got the wings as well. Yeah, on his back. Yeah, he's actually got he, wings. He's wearing a gold. 
So can he fly? Retire. Can he still fly? No. Oh my god. No. So this is after he's retired from. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So he's is he the singer? Yes. Right. Keyboardist is obviously those guys where you take their glasses off, they just collapse. Freeze, you bloody bastards. Yeah. So yeah. that guy is one of the is the keyboardist. Yeah, a bit like Daft Punk. Yeah, exactly like Daft Punk, yes. I don't know who they are. I'm just, just trying to reference I something assume. cool. <laughs> yeah. You mean the band that have just split up, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. And then the the drummer, of course, is that that uh, that ape from the Cadbury's Dairy Milk advert. <laughs> oh, Phil Collins. <laughs> yeah, that's him, yeah. I'll put Phil Collins as ape. <laughs> as ape drummer. <laughs> drummer. Nice one. I like that. Yeah. That's a good band, isn't it? I'd go and see them. I think it is. Yeah, I, I would. Yeah, but they're the bad guys. Yeah. Okay, so, so who we got in the good guys? Then? So, so for the good got, guys... We've got Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, so you're going to need some, some kick-ass um, backups there because obviously they're going to be uh, they're going to be doing some kung fu, I guess, aren't they? Well, Big Scott. Scott Adkins. Yep, straight in. Got to have him in, eh? Yep. He's playing the clarinet. <laughs> I think he can. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little known fact. Yeah. But I think he can play the clarinet. And then we've got um Well these are very different bands, aren't they? Yeah, well this is this is <laughs> <laughs> this is more like the bad guy band from Miami Connection. I'm flipping it so that the the old school band are the good guys. Because, you know, classical music gets a bad rap, I think. I'm not sure it does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure it gets a bad rap, does it? It's just people find it boring. Uh, I don't find I, it evil. Ice Cube. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What have we got there? He's on trumpet. <laughs> yep. That makes sense. Well, he's on piano. Can't be Ray Charles. He's dead. Um, Elton John's not dead. There you go, Elton John. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's expensive, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that is a bit too expensive, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a, that's we're fantasy booking at this so, point. Sorry, Elton. Yeah, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to speak into your representatives. Yeah. no dice. So with Ray Charles being dead, maybe we go the next best thing and get Jamie Fox, who played Ray yeah, in the yeah. in the biopic. I um I applied for that role, didn't get it. <laughs> He's joking. Can you play piano? No. Do you look like Ray Charles? No. You blind? No. I don't know how you didn't get it. Well, acting. I'd be acting, wouldn't I? Yeah. <laughs> That's the whole point. <laughs> You're right, yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. I said, what on earth are you doing here? So I'm going to be acting. I think we should have Arnold Schwarzenegger. Jesus. On the triangle. <laughs> <laughs> on the woodblock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, on the glockenspiel. <laughs> I've noticed you've not written down Schwarzenegger on the triangle. I'm not. I'm not uh, I don't think he'll... We can't afford Elton John, but we can afford Schwarzenegger and Jamie Foxx, Oscar winner. Yeah. And Mark Wahlberg, Oscar nominated, was he? I mean, you're forgetting all the pictures we've got in the bank at this point. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's in. Was he going to do anything else? No. No? Okay, cool. He's in. (laughs) Because if he did, then... (laughs) Yeah, we'd have to pay fortune. Just triangle, or are we putting glockenspiel down? Absolutely not. Just triangle. Right at the end of the song. <laughs> he just hits it once. Breaks it. 
due to his sheer power. Because obviously there's going to be songs throughout the film, so I think every single time the triangle is hit at the end, it should be another really famous actor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the Muppets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we've got the, we, you've got your bands there. <laughs> That's the entire band. Yeah. For the Ghost Ninja, the entire band is a clarinet, a trumpet, piano and triangle. And a vocalist. And a vocalist, yeah. Right, okay. Well, then what happens? Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Two clubs um, with a band each operating totally independently of each other and doing well. Yes. What a delightful story. (laughs) For an hour and a half. So, Um, yeah, how do they get into conflict? What's happening? Well, what happens is, is that... um, Is it just a misunderstanding? Well, Evil Ninja. Oh, yeah. Brian Blessed's group. Yeah. They're um, too loud. No, <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he just keeps shouting. What they're doing is they're they're um, dealing drugs in their club. Brian Blessed is. Yeah. <laughs> Cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> is that what he does? I'm trying to sell it on the sly. Yeah. <laughs> Who owns it? We need someone that owns the club, but they could be that could be a bad guy as well because he's getting them to deal it for him. Okay, so who who owns our soul to appetite? That's the good guy place, that right? Is the good guy place? So that is probably owned by Morgan Freeman. Whoa! Who who runs the witch's tits? Which is a question I've asked you more than once. <laughs> <laughs> Never been happy with that. Your almost answer. sounds like it, like something David Bowie would say in Labyrinth. <laughs> Who runs the witch's tits? Well, laugh. <laughs> I reckon who runs the witch's tits is none other than Matt Berry. <laughs> you go got a female character. We ain't got any. Oh. we got to have a woman, surely, okay. who runs the witch's tits. No, put a woman in this band here. Okay. Yeah? Who? So, obviously, I'm... Cl- <laughs> You're pointing. <laughs> podcast. You, nobody knows. In in the uh, the good guy band, we're going to have a woman. Ghost Ninja. In fe- Ghost Ninja. Featuring Cynthia Rothrock. Cynthia Rothrock. Four. Playing the tuba. <laughs> nice. What a fucking band that is. That's a badass band. I say you can, you can, you can be the manager of this place. We'll get a woman in. Debbie Rashawn. Oh, yeah. Debbie Rochon, proprietor of the witch's tits. Yeah. Yeah. To, and to, to be honest, there's ghost ninjas kicking ass, are you? What do you think that do you think Scott Akins could beat up Brian Blessed? <laughs> <laughs> are you fucking kidding me or what? What? <laughs> you think Tim <laughs> the bad guys? What's the average age of the bad guys band? About seventy. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Collins is an ape. Versus Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hand to hand combat. I'd watch that. <laughs> Who else we got? Mark Wahlberg. Mark <laughs> Wahlberg versus Brian Blessed. <laughs> okay. Ice Cube versus Tim Dalton. <laughs> it's like a WrestleMania. <laughs> Jamie Foxx versus some guy with goggles on. <laughs> Sam J. Jones, though. Sam, how old's he now, though? <laughs> Who's he against? Cynthia Rothrock. That's all we've got left. Oh, God. Who's Scott Adkins fighting? <laughs> there's more people in the... Scott Adkins is fighting against... There's more people in the good guy band. Scott Adkins is fighting against prejudice. <laughs> is what Scott Adkins <laughs> is fighting against. He's fighting against... He's fighting against uh, world, world violence. Yeah. 
We need someone else in the evil band, do we? Yeah, I think so, yeah. So we, what have we, we got? got? We've got five and a vocalist in Ghost Ninja. Okay, so... And you've only gu- got five total. Another guitarist, then. Um, so they've got double guitar, bass, keyboard, drummer, and singer. Yeah. They've got to be the better band. Well, obviously, but they're evil. All oh. evil music's better, isn't it? Oh, bloody hell. Go on, then, who is it? Dave Lee from Double Impact. <laughs> Maybe Dave Lee from Double Impact. <laughs> you want to see one of my special guitar solos, do you? <laughs> yeah. Dave Lee on tambourine. Get him in. He's got the Batman outfit on. Nice one. Listen to our previous podcast to understand it. Listen yeah. to him. Dave Lee, yeah, he's Double Impact. The Cockney Geese are in that. Dave Lee on tambourine. Dolph Lundgren, uh, uncredited in the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, we got Schwarzenegger in that. You know, we should have. We should Schwarzenegger's have, on Triangle. We should have fucking, um, I can't remember what his name is now, from Terminator 2. Robert Patrick. Robert Patrick. Oh, what, in the other band? Yeah. On Triangle. He Rivals. Plays. Rival yeah. Triangle players. Yeah, he's in his cop outfit. <laughs> I'll put him in. He's not a member of the band, but he's freelance. <laughs> yeah, only when uh, they have the da- they have the big battle of the bands at the they, end they of the They bring film. him in. Yeah, they bring him in because they haven't got a Triangle player. And so basically, yeah, there's drugs and stuff being sold out of that place. And obviously, because it's got Adkins and Ice Cube, they're very much against drugs. Who's dealing drugs? Brian Blessed. Brian? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Forgot about that. Yeah. Brian Blessed, he's dealing the drugs. He's got uh, Dolph Lundgren as his muscle, his right-hand man. So he's not in the group, but he's roadie. Road, all right, I put roadie. And uh, Debbie Rochon is the supplier. You know, she's... She like get she a femme fatale. Yes. Thank you. The cops can't do anything because, you know, it's the cops. They're useless in every film. Who, who plays the cops? I'm glad you've asked. <laughs> I should hope you would. The cop, obviously, is Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers is an ineffective cop. Well, he's the police chief trying to find the, the culprit. The actual cops are played by Wallace Shawn. Bloody hell's that? From The Princess Bride. Oh, inconceivable. <laughs> yes. Right, okay. Yeah, got him. Got him. He's, he's in. He's one of the... Uh... He's one of the cops. Right. And Billy Crystal. <laughs> also from Princess Bride. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reunion of sorts. You know, you've got Flash Gordon and the Princess Bride <laughs> being reunions on this. Yeah. It's incredible. So they're the cops, inept cops who, you know, can't close are they, the are game. They, are they comedy cops? Yes. Are they to the point of slapstick awfulness? Not slapstick, but, you know, Billy Crystal, he, he can turn a phrase, can't he? He, he gives us, uh, yeah, he can give us quick a, cynical, a cynical view on the world. Yeah, and while Sean poisons himself <laughs> <laughs> constantly. Yeah, he just says inconceivable and then dies. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit... To typecast, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't really know him from anything else, so... That's good enough. Good yeah. enough, he's got it. He's yeah. got the job. Wallace Shawn, Billy Crystal is the cops, Carl Weathers is the chief. We'll get at least one scene of him roasting them for being inept. That's when Wallace Shawn uh, drinks poison and dies. Kills himself, just yeah. pulls it from the top of his hat and just drinks he's, it. He's not happy. Yeah. And then Billy Crystal's like... He gives us a couple of one-liners. I know when women fake orgasms is what he pretty much says through the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> through the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, that's his line. That's his, yeah, that's the one we know him for. No wonder he's not going to solve the case. Yeah, if that's what he's focusing on. <laughs> 
And there you go. We probably have to come up with some sort of like songs for them, I guess. If we're going to base it on Miami Connection, they're going to have to have some songs. Well, Ninjas. Ninja. I mean, both the bands are called Ninja, so surely Ninja has to be in both songs. Yeah. What sort of what sort of band? I mean, I'm looking at Evil Ninja. I'm looking at a singer, a guitarist, a bass player, a keyboard, a drummer. Then you've thrown in tambourine and freelance triangle. But <laughs> until then, that's pretty much a rock band. Yeah. You've got so, yourself. Yeah. Whereas clarinet, trumpet, piano, triangle, and tuba. So I reckon that the bad guys, their song would be something like... Um, Let's deal drugs. Yeah. Here in the club. Drugs are cool, especially if you're a ninja. Yeah. Or the ninja drug... Cult. Cult, yeah. We, we do drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In brackets, yeah. Let's, and then, let's do drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then... The, um, and the crowd join in with the yeah, yeah, yeah bit. Yeah, and then um, the good on, guys are... drugs. Drugs aren't cool in E minor, I guess, would be, <laughs> would be, the, name of their, yeah. would be the name of their song. Ode to Rehab. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ode to Rehab. A yeah. twenty-minute clarinet solo from <laughs> from Big Scott. <laughs> from Big Scott Adkins. Yeah, I'd like to make a point of uh, actually having the cast learn the instruments they're supposed to play as well. Quite right too. I'm and, sure Scott perform Adkins live. It would dedicate yeah. two or three years of his life to learn yeah. the clarinet. I'd, I'd like I'd like them to play it for real on on <laughs> film. <laughs> I think that's what they do in other films, right? I bet I bet Cynthia Rothrock already knows how to play the tuba. Play my tuba any day. <laughs> <laughs> if you're out there, Cynthia, sorry. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! You got Cynthia Rothrock as Sandy Cracks. No, you haven't. You got Debbie Rochon as Sandy. Cracks. Sorry, Debbie Rochon as Sandy Cracks. You've Cynthia got... Rothrock's called Sandy Bosoms. <laughs> She's not called Sandy. <laughs> Dirty. Because she's like, you know, she plays the tuba dirty. That's her nickname. Dirty bosoms. <laughs> dirty pillows is what she's called. That's good enough for me. That's what she's called in my head anyway. <laughs> yeah, Cynthia Rothrock has dirty pillows. Yeah, that's her jazz name. It's, yeah. Who else we got? Yeah, isn't it just Schwarzenegger's in the triangle? Schwarzenegger's called um, Bermuda Jim. Yes, it's the triangle connection. You yeah, see. yeah. I'll put yeah. that in. It's called the Bermuda Triangle. The Bermuda Oak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Bermuda Oak. <laughs> Hang on, I'm writing these down. Okay. Because we're saying it, but I'm writing this down for prosperity. <laughs> Not really for prosperity. Prosperity. Yeah. Yeah, we're not going to get rich off Don't make off any it. fucking money off these, are we, you <laughs> bastards? <laughs> yeah. So Cynthia Rothrock is dirty pillows. <laughs> she sure is. Yep, yep, she's in. Carl Weathers is obviously police chief Carl Weathers. Yeah, he's just called Carl Weathers. Billy yeah. Crystal is... Schwarzenegger, hang on. Schwartz is the Bermudan Oak. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Fox. Ray Charles. <laughs> Can we use his name? Yeah. Okay, cool. That's that's fine. And if you say so, that's good enough for me. <laughs> we call him um, Pianist. Ray Pianist. 
<laughs> Bent penis. <laughs> Crooked penis. Shaky. Shaky penis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good, shaky penist. Yeah. Ice Cube. Don't want to, don't upset him. We're going to call him. He's going to be called Blood Flow. Blood Flow? What the fuck's that going to do with anything? <laughs> Just to give him a cool name. Is yeah. Because he's Ice Cube. Yeah. Blood Flow. I was going to call him Brass Hands. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. What about Brass Dick? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, then fair enough. That's another film for another pitch. <laughs> Blood Flow. <laughs> Absolutely no relevance to this. I know. I like it though. Yeah. 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 And Scott Adkins as. He's a clarinet player, so he's got to be called, obviously, Adam Scottkins. <laughs> Clever. Very subtle. <laughs> sounds like sounds like the pet name of someone's teddy bear. <laughs> Doesn't it? <laughs> His name is Little Adam Scottkins. <laughs> like a teddy bear in a kilt. <laughs> Little Adam Scottkins. Yeah. <laughs> Adam Scott. Scott Adkins as Adam Scott. Alive. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. You fucking died. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering if I'm going to sell it to Scott. <laughs> Scott. Scott Adkins as Adam Scott. <laughs> I don't know. We'll give it a go. <laughs> yeah, we'll give it a go. <clears throat> right, well, that's the uh, that's, that's the good guy band. <laughs> Hang on. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, we got Schwarzenegger. What's um, it called? <laughs> Bermuda Oak. <laughs> Bermuda Oak. Yeah. Okay. Um, what's what's the other band names? Are they just all the Flash Gordon characters? <laughs> Brian Blessed. Blessed Brian. Well, he just wears a Friar Tuck outfit. <laughs> no. Uh, who else we got in that band? Why don't you just call them all by their real names? I think... <laughs> <clears throat> That'll do. We don't need nicknames for everyone else. No, we've done it. What, Sam J. Jones is called Sam J. Jones. <laughs> it's called Flash. Flash. Yeah. It's called Flash. Yeah, it's Flash. on bass. Yeah. Good name. Yeah. Got guy with goggles on, on keyboards. <laughs> <laughs> when they do the thank you to uh, the band. Yeah, just, on keyboards it's this guy with goggles. <laughs> Have they got a name in Flash Gordon? No, I don't think so. Yeah, so that's yeah, he stays a guy with goggles. Yep. On drums, Phil Collins is an ape. Just throw bananas. I know that's one track lover. I just did that. <laughs> what's it? What's it called? That's the same song. So yeah, yeah one <clears throat> one by one they're taken out. Um, whatever fucking you know set piece you'd like for each one. Oh, I've, I've told you, uh, Cynthia and Debbie. That's a thirty-seven minute uh, beach fight. Yeah. So the film is two hours and seven minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe we just put that on the extras. <laughs> yeah, just on for the, you on the Blu-ray. Yeah, maybe just mine, my extras. Debbie gets arrested. Yeah. No, I I I thought that. Um, Debbie was going to get left on the beach, but she's not dead. Right. Cynthia thinks she's dead, but she's not. So she wakes up, cueing the sequel. Yeah. 
Okay. I think that, I don't know, is that is that it? <laughs> I don't think we've come up with a title, have we? Oh, shit. Okay. What about, if we're on the ball, we should have just done Miami Connection 2 with Dragon Force and just bought another fucking band in, to be honest. That would have probably been a better pitch. It's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, but it's the same thing. Same thing. We can't afford Dragon Force now with the resurgence. <laughs> yeah. We could easily afford Brian Blessed <laughs> and the like, but not fucking and YK Jamie Kim. Jamie Fox. Not YK Kim again. <laughs> Yep, so uh, that's why we've done it like this. Yeah. This makes sense this way. Why don't we just call it Blood Flow? <laughs> <laughs> the Blood Flow Express? No, just Blood Flow. I don't know, is he in it a lot? No. <laughs> <laughs> Nor does his name make sense in the film. But it'll get people watching. Yeah, I think Nightclub Ninjas. Nightclub Ninjas. I don't like it being at nightclub. For it being like a roadhouse. It's not like a nightclub, you get the idea of it just being a dance thing with a DJ. It is. Not with a live band playing the playing well, clarinet. Happened in Miami connection. Playing the clarinet. <laughs> Ninja the nightclub connection. That's our that's our film yeah? pitch. <laughs> okay, good. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. As, and as always, I think that went pretty smooth. <laughs> um, I only choked to death. Just, just uh, reading out Scottkin's name. Just reading his own name. Yeah, cool. Adam Scottkin. I think we're, I think we're happy with that. So uh, all that's left is to say goodbye. Then I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> thank you to Ken once again for joining me. Well, thank you very much for having me. And thank you guys for listening. If you are, if, if indeed you yeah, are, if you're not, thanking you is a waste of time. The amount of listens and stuff is is greatly appreciated. Very pleasing. Very pleasing indeed. So I, I want to thank everyone that's actually uh, listened in and is enjoying our content. <laughs> Such as it is. <laughs> if you want to do that privately, obviously give us a shout. And if you want to do it publicly, please follow us on Twitter. <laughs> We're at Bad Movie Cult. We're on Instagram, Bad Movie Cult. Facebook, if you search us, you'll find our group. Uh, if you've got a film pitch, if you think you've got something better than, what was it, Ninja Nightclub the Connection. Nightclub Connection then uh, please email it us in and we'll, we'll read it out on the podcast and we'll dissect it. And if you don't have Carl Weathers involved, then we will insert Carl Weathers into your pitch. Uh, if you've got any questions, badmoviecult at gmail.com. Send them in to us and we'll answer them on the podcast as well. Uh, please drop us a review on iTunes as well if you're on there. If you're on Spotify, please follow us. We're available wherever you get your podcasts and we're also available on YouTube. And uh, I think all that's left to say is uh, thank you again for listening and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Boss, everybody's Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!